don't need Sammy. I don't need Sammy the Bull. I don't need Sammy the Bull sign my DMs with threads. I hear you don't think I'm so tough there, Brandon Shaw. Now, hold on. You want to say some stuff? Say you don't care. Just so you know, we're live. No, it's fine. Okay, go ahead. Sammy the Bull comes to my hotel without a gun. Then that's a different all story. Good. Yeah. How tall do you think he is? Well, short. Yeah. Yeah. Well, uh, first of all, folks, we have Brandon Shop today. Uh, 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 UFC. Uh, uh, I I watch you come up, bro, from mm. freaking Ultimate Fighter coming in. Uh, uh, your fight against Crow Cop, who Crow Cop back in the days was like God to a bunch of yeah. people. Him and Fedor, like yeah, that's the Fader. era. We watch, same, right? Those yeah, two same. guys. You went against Crow Crow Cop. Crow Cop, yeah. Yeah. Right. So, uh, uh, and then comedy, and then Rogan, and then you guys got your own show with you and uh, Theo uh, and uh, Brian Callen. Brian yep. Callen, which Brian Callen, funny story. One time I go to a show a, a Cavalia, mm -hmm. in Burbank. So it's me and Jen. This is 2010. Yeah. We go to Cavalia. I turn around. I'm like, I recognize this guy's face. I said, brother, why do you look so familiar? Mm -hmm. Say, well, you know, his personality, like all oh, over man. the place. He freaking all, everybody loves this guy, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. I said, you're the, you had the guy. You're the guy in every yeah. movie, you're but you just don't remember. Yeah. yeah, but the guy. But from the hangover, he was, you don't remember Avi. What? You <laughs> yeah. give me a kiss, oh, your mother. Extremely charismatic, charming yeah. guy, nonstop mm -hmm. energy. But anyways, it's great to have you here. I'm glad we yeah, got a chance thank to you. get together. Yeah, big fan, man. Yeah. Appreciate you. So you were saying Sammy, right? You were talking about... Uh, yeah, I, I had a question for you yeah. guys, because, again, Brian's uh, a big fan of all that mafia stuff. He won't shut up about it. <laughs> and he was talking about how tough they are. And I proposed the question, are they actually tough? Like, tough, like, I guess, what's your definition of tough? Well, uh, tough is if you do a street fight one-on-one, -on -one, I mean, it's not, it's not even a... That's not the world. Mm -hmm. So you're not dealing with that kind of tough. Um, the tough of their world is the amount of influence they have and who they had in their pockets and how much business they control. But you're talking power, right? That's power. Different. So, very different. Of course it is. It's yeah. very different. You know, if you want to go into a... Uh, They're tough to go against. Yeah, like... For sure. uh, that, uh, like know. the unions but, and But stuff I'm going like to tell that. you this. So Sammy's sitting here. Adam's <clears throat> sitting here. Okay. The entire time, Adam, he's 6'1". Adam's an athlete. Adam was a... He called me skinny, but whatever. <laughs> we don't, I, mean, I mean, he's got 6'4", but... Adam, I think we need to find the term athlete as well in here. <laughs> you guys are very loose yeah. with these... By the way, well, Descriptions, guy, but, athlete, tough. The guy, the guy... Callan's funny, the you guy, know? <laughs> the, the guy that's actually could be an athlete, these two guys play. So him... He's the best, uh, they call him the best Jewish athlete out of Miami. I don't know what that means, but it's that's like being that's like the tallest yeah. midget on so Miami. That's kind of what that means to this guy. It's, right? like, it's like winning gold in the special. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's yeah. me right here. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. Pretty used girl so, effect. So yeah. we go to dinner with Sammy, and then we do a podcast, and Adam decides to ask a question from Sammy. Uh, what would you say? So, Sammy, oh so you've God. been around the block for a while. Yeah. You know, I go, let's use your knowledge of history to our advantage. He goes, whoa, well, you, you fucking call me old here. What are you like? <laughs> but how, how old is he? He's 70. Mid-70s. Are we doing that? Yeah. 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 I'm like, dude, I'm not You've asking you about Yeah, exactly. But I'm you know not... what? I'm, I will tell you. So I have an interview, a, a lot of them. There was one guy, Frank Collada. I don't know if you've seen the movie Casino. If you've seen the movie Casino. He's Frank and he played. Uh, yeah, he wasn't. So Frank Collada is, do you know in the scene Casino where they go and he puts a guy's head in a vice? In a vice, yeah, and yeah. pops his head. He's like, that's, that's the Collada. name? That's who you're saving? Yeah. yeah. That Frank Collada I interviewed. When he walked into the room, it's cold as ice. You felt his spirit. Mm -hmm. Capable. Capable not like this. 
but capable. Capable like this. Capable in many different ways. Doesn't make yeah. it tough. But here's the thing, though. Makes, it, like, makes yeah. you a sociopath. But let, let me ask you, though. That's like saying, like, are wide receivers tough? Because they're not going to beat up an offensive lineman in a, in a fist Heinz fight. Ward was. Yeah, but I'm just saying. There's there's different spots on the team. Everybody has a role to play. But, there, but the there's some thing. receivers that put it on you, man. Then there's no matter some, what size yeah. So let me ask that's, you. Guys, you played yeah, in the NFL. You, yeah. you, okay, so. uh, again, we're loose with the term being in the NFL. I just want to be very clear. I had a cappuccino with the Buffalo Bills. Nice. And then they're like, well, we're all set on slow white well, how good was like, it? That makes sense. <laughs> how good was the cappuccino? Uh, not good. Okay. No. Very sour and short. Yeah. So, so question, question. If, we, if, you, if you measure toughness, you're talking sports here. Yeah. If you measure toughness, what sport would you say produces the toughest guys? This Hockey. is four sports. Not even a question. Hockey. Four sports. You go NFL, you? NHL, NBA. Go from the toughest to the Def- least toughest. NBA's least. Yeah. Least. Yeah, they're, okay. they're divas. Yeah, because they're they're mm-hmm. – Pedigree, like when they're like thirteen, you know they're getting Lambos yeah. and shit. Yeah, so they've been rich. They're not ever. tough. Yeah. yeah, got it. Okay. NFL's, and they're all skinny NFL's and long. Pretty tough. NFL's pretty Sec- tough. Ahead of NHL. Here's here's why NHL doesn't count. They're all white guys. Okay, it's like <laughs> like when white you tell guys me they're babe- missing teeth though. I mean that's like I know, but they're, on, but they're on ice and they're in Canada. That's all there is to do. And also, it's not a worldwide sport. You're allowed to have a boxing match in the middle of your freaking game. Time out, time out. You just you just said the NHL is not a worldwide sport, but the NFL and the NBA are. No. Well, NBA is for sure. Half, for sure. half the people in the NHL got nothing but consonants in their name. They all come from Nordic from countries. Sweden. What are you from, talking they about? They come from Sweden. What is Sweden? And Sweden Russia. Oh, you're New about York? to get what a lot of Nordic about? hate there, Brendan. Oh, no. I don't want that. <laughs> the, the, NA, the NHL. <laughs> the, the point is they're all white. You know what I'm saying? Boy, what do you mean by that? What do you mean when you say they're all white? It, it's tough because if you look at basketball, like it's a global sport. Soccer's a global sport. Yeah. Fighting's a global sport. So you're getting the best of the very best. Mm. In the NHL, as soon as black guys are like, what the, is this a pair of skates? They're fucked. All those European and white guys are fucked. <laughs> no, I can't, yeah. I'm breaking news. That's <laughs> not happening anytime soon. Well, never say never. Okay. We'll right. see. We'll see how that so happens. Oh, you're saying there could be a major surge of a... Uh, uh, if they want... To hey. go into hockey. Yeah. You know, all those black guys skating out there. You know, they're, 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 they're coming for your job. NASCAR Ray, driver. Ray, the Rangers got Keandre Miller and Ryan Reeves, man. Here we go. There you go. We're on, we're on, on the way to the cup, obviously. You're a big so I, by the way, that logic, the Rangers already have We've the left cup. one sport two. out. We've left one sport out. So is, is Baseball? it NHL at the top or you put NFL at the top? NHL, what do you say? No, I, I'll agree. NHL, NHL, they're pretty fucking tough. Okay. And the amount of strain and then also their schedule, the work schedule is a beast. Mm. Okay. So you put NHL, NFL. So now the debate's between MLB and NBA. So who is it? Who is MLB is last. MLB. NBA, NBA is dead last. MLB is yeah. yeah. MLB. So you had a good story you told yesterday about one time when you hit this bomb that you hit this homer <laughs> in uh, in uh, minor uh, yeah, leagues. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, there, there was a brawl. There was a brawl. I guess I'm the only guy that ever got uh, a nine game suspension for a home run that didn't count. I hit a home run. It's a long, long story. Did you start? Bra- isn't it like frowned upon if you like flip the bat? That's, that's what he did. Yeah, it's happened. called entertainment. Do you uh, hate tickets? Well, yeah. Well, this <laughs> is the thing. It was it was Cub Scout Day at the stadium, so the the commissioner was pretty pissed off that we started a 45 minute brawl at no with nothing but 5,000 Cub Stouts. That the, makes sense. In the, in the in the stand. So, yeah. Basically, what happened was there was an old pitcher named Dwan Brazelton. He was a first-round draft pick. Yeah, he was a first-round yeah. draft pick. He's from Florida, tough dude. And, um, you know, he got he got a little chatty with me. I got a little chatty back at him. He threw a fastball. Wasn't fast enough. I enjoyed it in a little bit too long, I guess. And his catcher decided to punch me in the face when I came across home plate. Oh, that, and then the bench is cleared. Bench is cleared. I was about to get absolute. I was about yeah, to get was absolutely destroyed. The entire dugout for them comes out, ready to come and get me as I'm tussling on the ground with their catcher. And I'm literally at this point, I've got him in a hold, and I'm thinking like, oh shit. And then Antonio Alfonseca Googled this dude. Yeah, is, this, is this all like Dominican? Dude, he here? was an all-star in the big leagues. He's down here with us. He's like six eight, four hundred pounds. He's got six fingers on both. 
both hands, six toes, El Pupo Rey, and out of nowhere, this, this angel, this giant Dominican 400-pound angel comes swooping in and tackles their entire team before they get to me, man. This guy saved your life. I yeah. owe everything I have to this day. Now, Gerard, were you this to Antonio big back then? No, yeah. I was beautiful. Okay. I was. Uh, I was. I was going to say that'd be the biggest baseball player. Ever, so. <laughs> I was yeah. two hundred. No, offensive was guard. Two hundred and twenty-five pounds of, of beautiful. Did beautiful you play football muscle. too, or no? Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 I played football so well, they, they let me play baseball. Makes mm-hmm. sense. <laughs> and Bre- Brendan, when you played your cappuccino with the Bills, what position were you? Tight end. Okay, yeah. so you had, you had some wheels. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. And you had some hands. Yeah, I played at the University of Colorado before that, and then yeah. yeah. You were a Buffalo. Yep. And you're from Colorado, right? Yep. You grew Born up in raised, Colorado. Yep. Denver. Who were you in high school? What do you mean? Who were you in high school? If, if we're in high school, you're 16, 17 years old. Who were you in high school? I was, I think I was 6'2", 170 pounds, so I was like a late bloomer. And then I was friends with, you know, there's jocks, so I, I obviously played football, so I was a jock, played football and lacrosse, but I was friends with everybody. I, th- I was the guy that had all the friends. Football and lacrosse. Football so and you lacrosse. were tough, but no hand-eye coordination. Uh, I don't know. Did, yeah, yeah, yeah. Couldn't depends. Hit a curve Did you play Division One? No, no. Okay, no, cool. Yeah, yeah. Uh, well, I'm sorry. What were you saying? He came ready. Yeah, I, 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 he tells me a minor league fight story. Oh, no, I'm sorry. Colorado. Brandon Shaw is not my favorite guest ever. That's the one with the female kicker? Oh, not when I was playing. You're top 10, Yeah, You don't want to play this game with No. Okay, so, Han, who was there when you were? Was Jeremy Bloom there? Jeremy Bloom. Yeah. Jeremy Bloom. My guy. Lawrence Vickers, Joel Klatt. Joel Klatt's the voice of Fox now for uh, college football. This is post-Cordell This Stewart. is the Cordell Stewart. Oh, yeah, Cordell Stewart's in 94. Rashawn right. Salam wow. days. Yeah. Cordell yeah, yeah. Stewart. Okay. What a name. Slash. Yep. So I've been to a I lived in Denver. I actually used to do stand-up at the Comedy Works. Oh, yeah. There. We were just it's, there. It's sick. Yeah. Great place. And the one thing that I remember at being at a Colorado Buffalo game, it was third down. It would be a key play. Yep. You would take out take your the keys. keys. The whole fucking yeah. stadium is just doing the little key jingle. Did you catch the ball on third down and third and sixteen? Did you catch it? Sometimes. Okay. Yeah, we were when I was there. We were we were good. Gary yeah. Barnett days. Yeah, we were good. Who was the coach? Gary no. Barnett. Yeah. Came from okay. Northwestern. Yeah, it used to be a great good. program. I don't know what happened to the program. Yeah. It was a great program. Yeah, dicey. But yeah. bro, living in what Boulder. Co- by the way, what causes those programs to change? You get a program. Is it the head coach? The head coach takes is all it, those cheating boosters with him. Head to the coach new job. And, and recruiting. So Gary Barnett got in trouble my senior year. He got. Fired after that because that, that was the Katie Anita, the female kicker mm-hmm, you were talking about. Mm-hmm. Uh, there was some issue with her and you know sexual allegations with the players, so he got fired over that, which was insane. Yeah. And then they went the complete opposite way, and then they hired this guy uh, Hawkins, who was from Boise State, soft soy boy. Got so it. he gets there and he recruits like all these small white guys with good grades, and mm-hmm. then he just, no, just how, that's how you build a program. Yeah. That's yeah. what that's what the SEC does. And they they've never come back from that. Just to be clear, but, Brendan, what is a soy boy? Soy boy. I've never heard this term. Never, <laughs> no. Get out of here. Yeah. By the way, his nickname is Soy Boy. I'm being serious. <laughs> he runs, that's, really? that's what he, everybody he calls him. He runs the Soy Boy, boy Mafia in the yeah. comments. Oh, wow. Be easy yeah. with your words here, bro. Yeah. It, <laughs> what is it, in it, your opinion? Uh, opposite of Sam, Sammy the Bull. It'd be like. <laughs> No, that know? made sense, the yeah, fact that you yeah. sat across not, from not me. Not a killer. Yeah, no. not a killer. No, I, look, I get By it. The, way, the only thing heterosexual about Adam is that he likes women. That's the... That's true. 
You're not gay. <laughs> You're not gay, but your boyfriend. He yeah, loves that there stuff. You go. go back to it, though. Go back to it, though. Because what, what program has stayed relevant for a long time? Freaking Alabama. Alabama. No, 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 that's, Alabama that's was not, bad back not, in the day. Yeah, Before Nick Saban, they were bad. That's but they right. were bad at like eight years. Ohio eight State. Like, no, no, no guys, far away. What, what Ohio I'm State football. I'm asking, I'm asking 40 years. Is there like oh. a legacy type of a college? Notre Dame's usually always competitive. Notre Dame. Before everything that happened. Michigan. Michigan, Ohio State have been relevant. Penn State. But Notre Dame to me is like one of those schools like it's famous for being famous. They've never won anything. Which one? Notre Dame. What have they won? They've won nothing. They That's won back true. in the day, but yeah, they, the have, they haven't done famous. anything since the yeah, 90s. Yeah, like, yeah. yeah. You know. what, what, are you, what are you talking about? Notre Dame? They're famous for being famous. What have they done in 30 years? In 30 years, yeah. Rudy. Yeah. They're famous years. for Rudy. And they're, they're always good, yeah. though, but then they, they don't have a home, right? Like, because they're, they're independent, so mm-hmm. they're never mm-hmm. in a conference, so they'll have yeah. championship games, but then they're always on TV. They always get primetime games. Exactly, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I wonder, because college, you know, your guys are changing every four years, so you may build a legacy with a Popovich, and you got a Tim Duncan and Parker for, like, 15 years, and you can win back-to-back-to-back college. you got to, like... So does it really come down to the coach? I think it comes down to the boosters. The coach has it comes down to recruiting. Recruiting, which recruiting, is, I'm but thinking it's the same. To thing your as point, the you mentioned basketball. Basketball is even tougher because those those boys can play one year and go to the Leave. NFL. That's yeah. right, or NBA. Yeah. So it's impossible mm-hmm. if you're a basketball coach. So then, does it come down to coaching? Like you think about like Kentucky. You know, Kentucky's got is that Calipari. Uh, Calipari. Yeah. Does it Stunt. come down to? Yeah, Calipari and I were sitting. I'm talking to him. I'm like, so how do you recruit? What is the recruiting style? Did he say money? I mean, that's a different guy. <laughs> Sat down with USC's Mike Garrett, who was their uh, athletic director. Yeah. And I'm sitting there, it's like 15 years ago. I said, so, Mike, I'm trying to sell him a policy. And you know, I was introduced to him by one of the guys. Anyway, so I'm like, so, Mike, how you doing? He says, let me tell you how I'm doing. He opens the door. You see that kid right there? How tall is he? I said, he's pretty tall. I sat next to him. He's seven feet tall. Oh, wow. And he's 16 years old. Yeah. And everybody in America wants him here. Now, watch who's sitting next to him. Who's sitting next to him? So he's you sitting next to him? That's his mom. You know why she's here? She wants me to give her a million bucks. Now, what do I do? <laughs> what do yeah. I do? Yeah. So he, Coach Ka- Cal said no, no, this? No, this is oh. Garrett. Garrett gotcha. was a Heisman Trophy winner for USC years ago, years mm-hmm. ago, who becomes the athletic director for USC. This is the Carroll era. This is the Reggie, Reggie Bush, Bush era. Matt this Lyon. is that era. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. that's yeah. a good era, by the way. So the best. Best era, yeah. Before, before NILs, this is why I'm saying boosters, like, you can't. John Calipari can't go to that dude's mother and give him a million dollars. But John Calipari can go to a friend of the program, Patrick Bed David, and be like, you know what? A booster. Yeah, you know what? His mom's an accountant, great accountant. You need accountants, don't you, Patrick? You've got a job open for $2 million, don't you, Patrick? And there's nothing wrong with you. You can hire whoever you want to hire. And as long as that player goes to big state U, that mom gets that $2 million. It's the the movie Blue Chips. Blue Chips, Brandon. Brandon, going back to you, so... You know, you you watch the video when I don't know if you've seen the video where where Dwayne Johnson's sitting down, I think with WME or whoever he's sitting down with, and he says, you know, I want to be the Will Smith except bigger, oh, right? Here's what I want to be, and he gives us message, he gives us talk that I want to be this guy. I think it's even a message he's given to the Lakers one time in the locker room. It's a real good video to watch. And then you watch, you know, his playbook. Maybe he came. And he took the Hulk Hogan route. You know, Hulk Hogan was before mm-hmm. before yeah, the Rock. WWE. It was like Hulk yeah. Hogan, right? He was the guy. And then you know he kind of takes that angle. The Rock becomes who he becomes. And after his first fight, he says, "I'm not gonna play the bad guy. I'm always gonna be the good guy. I don't want to play the villain." Yeah. In the W, he never wanted to play the mm-hmm. villain, right? And he takes that route. What what route are you taking? Because I I feel like there's a couple routes. One route is you come in. 
So you're an athlete. Obviously, you're an athlete. Mm-hmm. I mean, you're a qualified athlete. Mm-hmm. This is not no minor leagues or you know any of that. Sure. So you're talking about you're a qualified athlete. Mm-hmm. You had your cappuccino. Nobody here had cappuccino with the Buffalo Bills. At mm-hmm. least you made it to that level, right? And then you go UFC. So. Is there a route there where you were thinking about? You seem like a smart guy. You're not a guy that's yeah. like doing it just to wing it. No. What was your what route are you taking? God, that's a good question. Um, I I don't know if it's a route. Like none of it's pre-planned. But I I think growing up, an idea what I wanted to do, and then I was gifted athletically in the neighborhood I grew up in in Aurora, Colorado, was predominantly black. So the way to be like to fit in was to be good at sports. So I was like, all right, well this can get me through, so I don't get bullied and stuff. So. I gravitated towards sports because I had a, just a talent for it. So that's how I made friends, through sports, stuff like that. But my passion was, it, like, I'd watch Saturday Night Live with my mom, so I wanted to be like Adam Sandler. But there was, but in Denver, and like there was no like outlet for that. So I was like, I guess I do sports. But I was the funny guy in the locker and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And then got to the UFC. And then I just ran the UFC. Like, <clears throat> if, you, if you had Nate Diaz sitting here or Connor or – you know, Kane Velasquez or Francis Gano, and you ask them about fighting, they love it. It's all they want to do. I hated it. Really? I was just good at it. Really? I fucking hated it. What'd you it. hate about it? Um, it was just so stressful. I don't like to hurt people. Like, my coaches in training were like, man, you got to go sure. hard. I'm like, I don't want to hurt them, man. And they're like, you got to go hard. And it's just, it's not my nature. I'm not an aggressive person. I'm not a violent person. To me, it was How'd like, you get into the fighting? Sport. Got into fighting because I, I got cut from the Bills. And then I was this big athletic dude, and I always liked the UFC. I was selling supplements door to door, and I need to stay in shape, so I started to do jujitsu. Mm-hmm. And I signed up the first day, and they're like, "Man, you're pretty good." I was like, "Really?" Like, "Yeah, we have a a big guy because you need to go with another big guy. He'll be here tomorrow. He drives down from Greeley, which is like two hours away. He goes. He comes every Tuesday, Thursday. He'll be good for you to train with, and he he needs a bigger guy to train. He's just starting out too. I'm like, all right, whatever. So he, I get there the next day, an hour early, and in walks Shane Carwin. <laughs> and if you know Shane Carwin, he's the UFC heavyweight champ. Of but course. We started Pull together. him up, Tyler. Beast. We started together. So What year is this? 2007, 2008. But that, that's something a lot of people don't know. You just gave great insight into the martial arts world. Is when you're a bigger dude and you're fighting, there's, so, there's such a dearth of talent mm-hmm. that anybody that's in the heavyweight or light heavyweight that you come up with, it's hard to spar with these dudes and come up with them because you're going to end up fighting them eventually. Oh, right. yeah. This is the guy there's, right here? Yeah. There's not, Certified there's, badass, huh? This yeah. guy? Yeah, UFC heavyweight champion, like one of the Straight hardest up. hitters of all time. But then, you know, he was older. He was like 36, and I was, I was young, man. So I didn't have money. I was broke, but he paid for all my training just so I'd train with him. And then Now, when you're training with him, is he peaking or is he a little bit past peak? Uh, he's peaking. He is peaking. It was 36. trouble, okay, man. Yeah, I got my ass whipped So you're the day. perfect teacher for you, though, right? Yeah, I mean, so I, I learned so much from him. So got then it. he got into the UFC, and then uh, I was training. And, I, again, I was selling supplements door-to-door, and I'm making a lot of money living with my brother. And then uh, he goes, hey, Golden Gloves is next week, the big boxing tournament. And I was like, kind of boxing? Not really. Like, I do it to stay in shape. And he's like, I signed you up for it. I'm like, what? He's like, I signed you up. You're doing it. And I'm corny. I'm like, dude, I don't want to do golden gloves. He's like, just do it. See how you do. So I go there. I remember telling my dad, because you know, I have a double major. He's like, dude, use your degree. My dad's a businessman. He's like, use your fucking degree. Yeah. yeah. I was like, man, man I'm going to try this fighting nah, thing. I want to get kicked in the head for 30 yeah. grand. And then he, um, he was completely against it. I said, all right, dad, they signed me up for golden gloves. It's the biggest national boxing tournament. If I win that, you'll. I want you to give me your blessing to continue with fighting if i lose i'll do whatever you want i'll work for you you're talking to pops talking pops okay got it so he comes to this golden gloves tournament in denver colorado and it's like pretty hoodie man i'm the only white kid it's all mexican black kids 
and they're like, you're in the audience, and your coach is wrapping your hands. I'm like, what the fuck? And then they give you your gloves, and it's from the previous fight, so they're bloody and sweaty. Uh, Not for me. Anybody <laughs> knows me. I'm moly. like a germaphobe. I was, I was like, what the fuck am I doing? <laughs> but, and then so it was a nightmare, nightmare. And then, oh, and then in boxing, traditional boxing, amateur boxing, you can't have a beard. So they made me shave, so I have this mustache. So everyone mm-hmm. thinks I'm this big Mexican. <laughs> <laughs> so, I go, so I go up there, and you know, I had six fights. I won all the fights by knockout. Really? Yeah. Head, so you came in there and dominated with headgear. Wow. Yeah, the, one day, six fights, one day. Three, or? three the first night, three the next night. Back and to then, back. And then when I get to the championship fight, they wrap my hands, and I was fighting a guy who was forty-six and zero in the army. He won all his fights in the army. He's undefeated, big black guy, probably six-seven. And he's walking. I'll never forget. He's walking by and they wrap my hands. And my dad's there. My dad, you know, my dad's not familiar with the fight game. He goes, Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> he goes, he goes. Thanks for motivation. My dad goes, Jesus Christ. Who is he fighting? Me, Dad. He goes, you can't. He goes, you can't do this. You, you, you shouldn't do this. I go, no. Let's see how it goes. And I, I knocked him out in the second round. And my dad's I knocked like, this dude out. Yeah, my dad's like, maybe he can do. How this. cool is that in yeah. front of that, though? So you yeah. ended up Got winning it. the tournament. What, what won it? the tournament? Yeah, dude. Yeah. That's so like you're the, like this like the opposite accidental of champion. We're like, I don't know, Dad. I think yeah, I have a bang. And then it, from there, like the next month, they signed me up to for an MMA fight, and then I won that in 36 seconds. And then I had one more fight, won that in a minute. And then I was training with, like, GSP, Rashad Evans, Shane Carwin, all these wow. guys. Ooh. And Rashad goes, hey, you know the next ultimate fighter is heavyweights. I go, okay, cool. And he goes, you should uh, do it. And I go, I don't know if that's for me, because I still wasn't sure what I was going to do. And then I get a call from them, and they're like, hey, we'd love for you to uh, come to the interviews. So I skipped all the tryouts, everything, because Rashad was like, this is the guy. So I go to the interviews, and... I've always had like gift of the gab, like talk shit, like I'm, you know. So I get in there and just blow the interview away, and they're like, yeah, you're in. Who's the interview? Who's interviewing you? The interview is uh, Dana, the UFC, and then all at the time it's on Spike. So, so what are they asking? Just like, hey, how do you feel about this? Well, what if this guy does? And then I, because I've always, I'm a smaller heavyweight. Yeah. And they go, you're. When I remember when I walked in, they go, you're too small. You're too small. No, we're good. We're in there. Fucking. They go. Well, how different are you size wise than today? I'm two fifty now. It's probably two thirty five. Okay. So not, Fifteen pounds, not a big difference. Not crazy, yeah. but they're like, oh, you're too small. They're, and you're what six four? Six four. Yeah. Wow. They go, you're too small. We're good, but they're fucking. When they see what I do, I go too small. I was like, I bet you I fucking win this thing. Like, sit down. And then I just started, you know, giving them shit. That's and then. I was in the house, and then I remember all these, like, war stories from guys, like, how tough it is and how terrible it is. And to me, I was like, hold on. It's, hold on. It's six weeks. You give me any food that I want that I want to order, any drink I want. I just can't talk to my family or friends. Yeah. I was like, this it's is. a vacation. This is like Willy Wonka's chocolate factory. <laughs> you cannot talk to family and friends. No, yeah. But in fairness, you're not cutting weight, though. No, yeah. No, no communication with outdoor, outside world. No magazines. No TV. You were 16 other dudes in a house. The only time you leave the house is to train. So they want animosity. Holy And moly. then they give you all the liquor you want. All the liquor oh, you want. So they guys want you drunk and then yeah. just lippy. Great <laughs> strategy. Yeah, but turn the air strategy. conditioning off, break it's, the thermostat. It's, yeah, Great it's, it's strategy. like the real world mixed with yeah. actual real fighters. Yeah. And so my season, which was the biggest season of all time, not because of me, because Kimbo Slice was on there and Roy Nelson. Mm-hmm. But I was in the house. So for me... It was like going through football, right? Like I walked down to University of Colorado, earned a scholarship. Like to me, the grind, I always embraced that. So I was like, oh, I'm going to be so much more mentally tough than these guys. So we're in the hot tub. Never forget this first night we're in the hot tub. And this big black guy, Dominic Rogers, everyone's scared of this guy. And I remember we were uh, like sipping a beer or something like that. He was. I didn't drink at all in the house. At all the six weeks? No. Consciously or you just don't drink? I found a sign of weakness. 
So I'd pick up on things and look for weakness. Smart. So he was in the hot tub. He goes, man, I just want to win one and then the, uh, at least get to the finale. If you just win one. And when I heard him say, if I just win one, I went, oh, I'm picking Got him. It. So that next morning, I go to our head coach, Rashad Evans. I said, I want to fight D'Amico Rogers first. He goes, dude, that's their number one pick. That's a terrible idea. I go, I'm fucking telling you, dude, give me him. Because so he was, he him. thought he was mentally weak. Yeah, or I just thought wasn't he wanted ready? out. Yeah, I thought he wanted do out. The, do those count as pro fights when you do that? Uh, no, they don't. They, which is insane. So you don't get paid for that. You get paid, but it's just whatever the UFC pays you. No shit. It's not like sanctioned by the commission, even though the commission's there. But because it's two rounds, it doesn't get classified as a pro fight. But everybody's a pro in there, and the reason they do that because they don't want the results getting out to the public this before the show airs. Crazy destiny shit, man. You just wanted to stay in shape, so you thought like murder hugging would be a fun little yeah, hobby hugging, to get into. Yeah. So then- you picked that guy. Pick that guy, beat him, and then it was off to the races. And then they give me the worst matchup possible. This is John, uh, John Madison, who's a four-time All-American wrestler, national champion, undefeated guy. In the first round, I'm, he's just whooping my ass, mopping the floor. And I'm like, there's no way I go out like that. I remember him on top of me, elbowing me there. I'm like, there's no way I go out like this, man. And then the second round came, and I saw him getting tired. I'm like, yes. And then he was standing there. I just threw a right hand. Boom, knocked him out. Got him. Made it to the semifinal wow. against Marcus Jones, who was a former uh, first-round p- draft pick in the NFL. Mm. Played for Tampa Bay for a number of years. Monster. And uh, worst-case scenario, like, do not let him get on top of you. We don't care what happens. Don't let him get on top of you. And within 30 seconds, he's on top of me. Gets full amount. He's raining elbows down on me. Somehow I get out of it. And then we're, uh, we're in the clinch, and he's way bigger than me. And he takes my head and just knees me right in the nose. It's the first time I've ever, like, broke my nose. I just remember, like, my nose is all the way over here. And then, again, there's something in me going, there's no way we go out like this, man. And then just a right hand, boom, knock him out. And I'm doing uh, snow angels inside the middle. Bro, I have a question. (laughs) I have a question for you, Brendan. And and I remember I grabbed Dana because I was so excited. I'm picking him up. He goes, bro, your nose. I go, what's wrong? He goes, feel your nose. And I go to feel I'm like. Where the fuck? And it it's was like touching all your over ear. Here. Yeah. So here's my question, going, bro. For you, your bro. nose. You, you, you kind of like a lot of these stories are surprising, right? Like because yeah. you you kind of led with you know slow athletic white guy cappuccino. Com- You're com- a humility. fucking badass. This is faux humility. So what's your meaning? Are you like you're knocking these dudes out? You're winning the Golden Glove thing, and your dad's surprised. Like, were you just faster, stronger, mentally tougher? What was your? But, but again, I, your I, skill? I, I think. I think because of the my perspective, our definition of athletic is yes. completely different. Yes. Mm-hmm. There's because levels be, to the game, there's, obviously. There's levels yeah, to for it. for sure. It's like, you know, I had a rich friend growing up. Compared to the, the rich friend I have, it, yeah. that guy's fucking dirt. But, like, there's levels to everything. There's so, no question. So I think, like, I'm not Cain Velasquez. So to me, like, now that I'm older and I have success in comedy and podcasting, mm-hmm. I can look back at it and go, damn, at least getting a shot in the NFL is pretty good, man. Mm-hmm. Getting to the UFC, being ranked in the top 10 in the world, pretty good, dude. Mm-hmm. But at the time, it was a failure. I felt like a, a, a loser, man. Well, let me ask it you. It took what, years to get over that. But stay, stay there for usually a second. Usually, I wouldn't even talk about fighting. I usually except, This is recent for me. Like Probably in the last year, I've started talking more about fighting. Usually, yeah. I don't talk about why, fighting. Why, why is that? Is I don't it know. emotional, or is it like I, a, Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. But, but because I want to be taken so serious as a comic, yeah. the, the, like my manager would be like, no fighting questions. But ah. let me ask you, mm. did you get into fighting? I know you say you just get stay in shape because my dude, I was t- I was joking with them. My story is eerily similar to yours. You're just way better at it at every step of the level than me. <laughs> I was like, I'm fucking great value, Brendan Schaub. This sucks, dude. But the you're, you're knockoff <laughs> Brendan. Yeah, I'm, I'm Walmart. You're Schmendon Schmaub over here. But the 
so I got into MMA after baseball didn't work out because mm. I had nothing. I had a, all I, the whole time I was playing ball. All I wanted to do was make money. I was like, dude, I, f- I fell out of love with the game, and I'm like, if I just made money, I'd be the happiest guy in the world. My girl left me, not making any money, traveling the course of the world. My father's saying the same thing. I get a contract to go play in Korea, and I'm like, this is my big break, Dad. I'm going to Korea, going to play ball for 60 grand. He like goes, Tom Selleck and Mr. Big. <laughs> yeah, I know. That's sick. And my dad broke Did it down. the mustache No, my out? dad broke it down. He was like, I just want you to understand, you're 25. Your big break is to make 60 grand in a third world country. And you're you're Fair still point, doing dad. this. God, like, God damn it, Dad! Fuck. Yeah. All right, yeah. so I'm out. And now you know, two years later, I'm doing pharmaceutical sales, like every mm-hmm. other job out, making more money than I ever thought I'd make in my life. I, suicidal. Yeah. I, I hated everything about my life. <clears throat> Got into jujitsu, all this other stuff. Was good at it. Started fighting, but at the whole time I was doing that, all I was doing was chasing the failure. Yeah. Baseball. Yeah. All I was doing was, was yeah. chasing that yeah. failure. Yeah, to stick with you. And I'm wondering, like, with you, with football and everything like that, you put everything in your life. You walk on. You could have quit at any point. Yeah. You kept rising to the challenge, rising yeah. to the challenge. At that point, you're like, I, I still haven't reached the mountaintop. I got to find a new mountain. I got I got to prove to myself I can yeah, climb. Yeah, I don't know if it's a mountaintop, but I I, I think a lot of things, like, and obviously you've uh, accomplished this. It's like a lot of people – if they get labeled as a fighter, a, a football player, like that sticks with them. That that stuff, I never care about the the, like the labels. Like even I, I, back I, then. No, I never viewed myself as just a football player, just a fighter, just a comic ever. And then I've also never, ever, ever in my life done anything for money. Nothing. Stand up, podcasting, nothing's ever for money. Hmm. If it's if it's good and the content's out there, hopefully the money comes. If not, I'm, I I love doing. You're good it. with it. Good with it. Got it. Like my shows in Florida, they could. I should be paying them. I don't care. I mean, I'm glad don't, that they Don't tell me. the bookers that. That's you haven't much fun doing it. Don't you haven't had much fun doing yeah, it. Take a thousand off the I top wanna, anyway I wanna, now. I want to go back. I want to go back. So, uh, question, I got two boys. I'm asking it for a different how reason. Old? I'm not nine and eight. So, I want to go back to how long did you train to box? What's the total timeline from the day you started training to you winning those three fights two days in a row, six and oh? Three months. Okay. So, here's my question for you. Were you a, were you a street fighter? Were no, you, my brother was. So, so, so he was. Oh, this is your brother. Yeah, that's my older brother. Oh, okay, cool. He's oh, my manager too. So you, like, you like were, tour manager. So you were the fighter. You fought. Yeah, he has anger issues. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. So he's but, your older brother. You yeah. pick on you as a kid, or oh, no? dude, I was my record against him's like one in seventy thousand. He's flexing right now. <laughs> <laughs> How old were you when he got him? I was like eight. He was ten. <laughs> I beat his ass though, man. But every other time he was taking that ass down. Or, uh, but bad, 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 bad. Yeah, we had to go to anger management and shit. Yeah, he has issues. But what, but what I'm asking is like, <laughs> he's what, better now. He's better now. He seems he, like very likable. The kids in Aurora would the day. Fear him like yes, like, they feared okay, him. That's what not, I'm asking. They feared him, but not me. Now you, you were the fun guy. Let's hang out. Let's party with him. But man, I don't want to mess with Correct. him. Correct. Like okay. if you mess with me, you gotta mess with my brother. But, but this is kind of where I want to go. This is where I want to go. I'm looking at the model right on how this thing works. So I know guys that trained boxing for six years and they're still not golden gloves. Yes. Okay. You go. You're an athlete. You come and you start boxing. Three months later, boom. You're winning six and under. You win a big fight. Hey, Golden Gloves champion, now you're making the next mm-hmm. route on you. Your pop sees you knocking out the guy that there's no way this is going to be taking place. How much of this is pure athleticism? How much of it is purely genetics? How much of it is a guy can come off the street as a football player, you know, who's a full-on athlete, get in the ring and fight? Because we're seeing what's going on today. A lot of these guys that it's are— It's not working it's out. It's not working out, so uh-huh. that's what I'm trying to say. So where was it where you— 
had the edge over your opponents, even though you've only trained boxing for three months and you're not like a street fighter. No, yeah, I, I think the mentality, I just, to me, I like, uh, I just always outworked everybody. Always, even in three months. But three months is not a long time. It's though. not a long time, but I was around like greatness, I had a great coach. And then I think, you know, athletic ability is a big thing. Yeah. And then toughness is a really, really big thing, especially at the Golden Gloves level. Like, toughness is huge gas tank. that's huge. why you're asking those gas questions tank. about how tough the mafia guys are you're obsessed with toughness a little i'm bit. not i'm not obsessed i don't mean with it like this no, respectfully I'm, 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 but no, like, no I, I hear you no i'm not i'm just curious like yeah do we think they're tough like like that was that the 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 ice man killer like the man yeah. who yeah, killed yeah, all yeah, those yeah. guys Kuklinski. Kuklinski. yeah like you're, t- you're talking about a serial killer like, yeah. these guys yeah. are fucking serial killers and we idolize them like these guys aren't shit nah, man yeah you put that gun down and take off your fucking armani suit I got some friends that beat the shit out of you. That's like the the yeah. from They're, Friday the the pops. Remember, he's like, you think you're tough sure, with a yeah, gun? Sure. This yeah. is what makes you yeah, uh, tough. Sure. This is what makes you a man. But this is he said it perfectly before, man. It, it, the levels. So like, there's guys that have been wrestling their whole life, and they're really, really, really good, sick technical wrestlers, and they're as tough as nails, and they lead face first and everything. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But they're not strong, and they're not big, and they're not fast. So somebody who's big, strong, fast learns a little yeah. bit of technique. There's nothing that guy can do to him. Ben yeah. Askren. You know, so they they always talk about like you know technique will beat you know size and athleticism. Yeah, until size and athleticism learns a little bit of technique. Correct. But then you get to a certain level, the level you got to, where then you got the athlete who has the technique. Yeah, but but even that caught up with me. Like I felt like I was a cheat code in a video game because I excelled so fast through the rankings. Like knocked out Krokop, mm-hmm. who has a million years of experience, mm-hmm. former world mm-hmm. champion. I knock him out. I'm ranked in the top ten. And they're like, here's Noguera in Brazil, which I asked for. Here's Oof. Big Nog in Brazil. And I'm like, I'm gonna smoke this old man. You're thinking that. Oh, I was like, uh, yeah. I was like, I'm going to destroy this dude in his hometown, Brazil. And then, you know, I ended up getting knocked down that fight. But because I was, it, it was a cheat code, man. Because I was athletic, really athletic, really, mm. really big. But eventually you're going to come across where experience is king. He's been so because, because Noguera yeah. has seen the big athletic young kid with a good mm. right hand who's very athletic and fast. So when I'm, I, I remember throwing all these feints at him. He's not reacting. I'm like, what the fuck is going on? <laughs> He's seen it a million times. Like, he wasn't impressed. Mm. So when eventually, you, if you don't have that experience, yeah. and the UFC's not a, not a league where you want to – try and gain expansion and get cut. So what what do you think is going to happen with this model that's taking place right now uh, where Jake Paul is going through all these fights, you know, Mm -hmm. whether it's uh, Robinson and then, you know, Askren and you got uh, Woodley. Do you think this ends anytime soon? It ends when, see, he's a little different because I'm impressed. They're friends. I'll be honest before I'm biased, but. I'm impressed with him because who's your favorite boxer? You like Mike Tyson? Who you like? Roy Jones? Canelo? Right? Sure. All good fighters. Maybe Hagler or some shit. Whoever you like. Look at their first four fights. They fought your UPS yes, driver. They, they were smokers. They were yeah. fighting fucking cans. Yeah. Jake Paul, even though he's, you know, the Nate Robinson's a throwaway, but Ben Askren... Uh, Woodley twice come on, come on, for his Askren. first four fights is insane. You, you, you and for him to put him away like that, and I know people want to hate on stuff, but there's a lane for that. And it's very impressive what he's done and the amount of money and amount of attention that he's doing. Because remember, Logan Paul and Jake Paul, they could air fuck on YouTube live and make millions of dollars. Sure. But they chose the hardest route in the game, and you got to respect that. Brandon, I saw Robbie Lawler beat Ben Askren to death and him not get knocked out. You're it's telling it's me that Ben Askren different fight. rules. You're, you're one of the guys that thinks it's staged. Is no, it do you've been in sports? But, it's, but I'm, that's what I'm saying. No, I, I know Ben very well, and I had him on my show right before. And he goes, I go, uh, he goes, I'm in L.A., man, let me because I do a show called Food Truck Diaries. And he goes, let me come on the show. I'm like, yeah, no doubt. I go, what are you doing in L.A.? He goes, I'm training with Freddie Roach. I go, dude, that's perfect. He gets ready for Jake. This is great. And I find out he was he didn't train. 
He didn't. He just wanted the money. Well, he looked out of shape. He didn't train. Yeah. So what he did is he went to Freddie, got the pictures for the gram, so everyone thinks he's training. He didn't put in the time. He was like, I don't give a fuck. I'm going to get the payday. How does he make money right now, though? How's ben, he, ben, he's, how very, he's really, really big in crypto, and then he has a huge wrestling. Huge wrestling. Academy type Academy, of deal? Yeah. Okay, he, got it. That's the model. It. Got it. Ben, yeah. one of the smartest people. Very sharp, sharp dude. But they're I mean, not you, listen, you can't, be, you can't be that witty and talk and not be smart. Witty guys are, and he, he would all, he, all, he was always very quick. Ben, I give it to you. Ben, yeah. Ben's a very cerebral, smart, Sarcastic, smart person. poking, yes. pissing you off. Yes. You know, he had a very. For, for him, he, he barely trained, didn't take it serious. He was like, and he was like, I don't think he can fight. If he, and he said this on my show. He goes, if he can box him a little bit, I'm fucked. I'll get knocked down the first round. He goes, but I don't think he can. But if he can, I'm fucked. He said that. So you think, well, he said that on so my you're show. Trying, it's 100 for the record, for the thousand people listening, it's 100% legit, these fights. One, no, dude. And I, Woodley's a really good friend, too. I'm telling Woodley's such a, he has so much pride. If you went, hey, dude, I think he made five million, which, you know, it's not life changing. He gave him five million. Hey, you're, we're going to knock you flat on your face. You're going to be a fucking meme for the rest of your life. But we're gonna give you five million. See, that's, that's Woodley's where I'm not at. doing that. Mm-hmm. And and, mm-hmm. and remember, Woodley's a yeah. ho- bona fide first ballot five Hall t- of yeah. Famer, dude. Mm-hmm. He's mm-hmm. not doing that. I'm telling you, dude. That shot was fucking. Clean, yeah, you know dude. the clip that everyone's showing where he's going like this. You know, the, the, you saw that sign. It's, it's like so. Stupid. And then right people afterwards, for, so he drops look it. People for anything, man. Woodley's not signing up for that. There's guys from the other side that say it's common sense. You don't drop the. Why are you dropping a left? Like you've been taught this he's a million exhausted. times. He's exhausted. Yeah, and he even said it. He says he's I made it. I can't believe I dropped it. And and the fights. Don't get me wrong. The fights suck. Showtime's. I hate that I said that, but the the, the fight sucked. But also, like you have some experience in fighting, right? Mm-hmm. My worst fight when I fought Andre Orlovsky in Vancouver, we were training partners. We know each other so yeah. well. So those guys fought before, so you're, everything's hesitant because you know what he's really good at. He knows what you're good at. So it makes for a shitty fight. Plus, styles I, hated fights, yeah. I hated that rematch. I hated that rematch. So you think Jake can control his destiny? <clears throat> um, to a certain extent. I think you could do like a Tommy Fury again and destroy him. Oh, you think he'll take down Tommy Fury? That's, that's his easiest fight that he's going to have. What? I thought yeah, that Tommy's not a beast, no? no? No. You ever seen his record? His first fight, he fought a guy who's ready, one in 126. (laughs) I'm not making this up. Look it up. Bring up Wikipedia. That's Joe Glass from uh, That's Joe Glass, Dude, his first six fights, it's like one in 26, (laughs) 0 in 28, one in nine. Like he's fought complete chaos. So you don't think he's good at all? No, he's going to get destroyed. You think he's just like a pretty boy that just happens to be brother with Tommy Fury? Yeah, Jake's going to beat the shit out of him. Okay, so who does he lose to? It's going to get dicey when he fights like a Nate Diaz and the Masvidal's and the Conor McGregor's. Like the guys who actually... Like stand ups, their forte. It's it's gonna get. Well, he's nice way to... bigger than them. Bro. Did you Those see? Those guys where... are five eight, one sixty. He's a legit you, six two. You saw sure. what Canelo said. Canelo's like, why don't you come? Let's spar. He mm-hmm. says, you come, let's spar. You know, because he's calling him out. You know where he's but, at. But, but my thing with that too, it's like, dude, he has four fights. Canelo. I mean, yeah. you know, he's getting all this attention, which all these boxers hate because they, you know, they can't sell fucking, you know, trade. Gotta respect yeah. Jake for what he's doing, man. Gotta yeah, respect the fact that he's getting all the eyeballs. The but he's gonna run, you know, it, it, but it's still brilliant because he's like, oh, I want to get to ten and zero, and then he's, you know, he's gonna retire, move on to MMA. But for him, who's gonna move on to MMA? Jake. Well, they were legit wrestlers, wait, weren't they? Wait, so Brendan. Wait. Jake's going to move on to MMA? Yep. He says he's going to do one fight in MMA, but he wants to be 10-0 in uh, boxing. Now he's talking about playing in the NFL. Yeah. Well, but 10-0 is going to be tough for him to get because he can only go so far before he runs into some real guys. But here's the thing. If his thing's to make money, think about this. So he fights Connor. Even if he loses, you're still getting one to two more huge fights. He's walking away probably hundred million after those fights. So Jesus Christ! It's brilliant, brilliant. I gotta start fighting. So, so uh, question: Is this what is this hurting? Who is it helping? Meaning, this whole you know celebrity fighting where anybody can come out. 
uh, who's losing? Is this good for Dana? Is it bad? For, is it pissing Dana off? Is it good for boxing? Is it bad for boxing? I, I think it's good for everybody. Tell me why. I think it's good for everybody because I think you're seeing guy a guy in Jake Paul who's bringing attention to fighter pay and uh, showing that he controls his own destiny. He literally it's his production. He's you know getting the benefits from all of it. So I think if UFC fighters are smart, they can take something and learn something from that. So it doesn't hurt Dana. UFC, UFC can't be hurt. Dana's brilliant. So he can't be hurt, but, you know, Dana, anytime there's competition, he's going to shit on it. But I think it's good for everybody. Boxing, UFC, just brings attention to the combat sports. should do it to all the other sports, too. Like, if I were Kyrie Irving right now, I'd be like, screw it. I don't want to go back to the NBA. A million dollars a game. I'll put up a million. You put play up 100,000, play yeah. you one-on-one on Showtime. I'll play 10 guys a night. But if Jake Walk gets out. knocked out by a Diaz, does that does his stardom fade? Meaning, like, all right, everyone wants to see this kid get knocked out. Yeah. You agree? Everybody wants to see that. Sure. Right? Except for his whatever 40 million subscribers. Yeah. <laughs> I think half of them want to see him get knocked out. I don't think out, so. Bro. I, I think we live in it. We're older and we live on the social media, which isn't real, man. That okay. shit's not real. Regardless, people would like to see him get knocked out. But Certain when he would. does, mm-hmm. do you think that people will still pay to see his 100%. fights? 100%. Yeah, do you think they'll I, still keep going? I, I think even when he loses, that there's going to be a rematch clause in that fight. He's going to make money. So America loves he, a comeback. He, he man. set up well. He look set at, up look well. at Logan Paul's record. He's what, 0 2? Yeah, 0-2-1. 0-2-1. And, and anybody he oh, fights, people still want to watch this guy fight. Well, I think his upside is way bigger than Jake Paul. Yeah, he's got like, disagree. Let me ask you. Oh, you think disagree? Disagree, yeah. You think Jake Paul has bigger upside than Logan Paul? Yeah, because Jake Paul wants an actual career in boxing. Logan Paul wants to fight the most famous guys and make the most money possible and I'm, get out. I'm he's talking, talking beyond about fighting, bro. He's saying no, I'm not Logan's even saying presidency. Like somebody... Oh, you're saying that's I'm saying bigger life. than yeah. fighting. Oh, yeah, Logan. Yeah, have you, have you guys had him? I'm surprised you haven't interviewed him. We haven't yet. Brilliant yeah. guy. Yeah, he Brilliant seems guy. like it. Smart. I'm yeah. saying the way he moves smart these it's not accident like a lot of these guys it's not an accident no that question even the vines it, back in the day they were hilarious yeah. to begin with the Logan vines Paul's were hilarious business wise monster and you got to appreciate mm. the hustle you are you think of yourself as an adrenaline junkie man no not at all not at all no. so i mean you you've lived your whole adult life here seeking bigger and bigger and bigger spotlights i'm an adrenaline junkie 100 percent. no no so in, in when it's quiet and there's nobody around you're you're happy you're not itching like man i gotta find something to do i gotta do some crazy shit here no i mean i i get restless because i want to because I, I feel like it can always be working which is a problem especially i have kids i have a five and two year old so that can be a problem where you're always thinking about work but adrenaline junkie no like i never jump out of plane or any shit i don't drive fast i've Cool cars. I don't drive fast. I can't. I can't do two days. Really? No. Man. Uh, Pat, you, uh, you, have you ever driven fast? No. no. <laughs> but I've had my license suspended a few times. Yeah. <laughs> What's the times. fastest you've ever I driven? Went- uh, I just. I'm, this, this is in a flex. I just got a new Ferrari, and I was going down the the five in uh, California, driving back from San Diego. Yeah. I got like 115. One one five. One one five. That's like a Wednesday. I don't. Thursday. I don't drive. I'm like he's an adrenaline junkie. Yeah. I don't want but, any but it's part good of the for America that he yes. doesn't drive. I'm an yes. adrenaline junkie that won't go in the car yeah. with him. I oh, go. You, to, you, you, you drive like I go with this guy. We're in a. We're in a Bentley. We were in a Bentley. We're in a Bentley. Bentley. In a Bentley. In which Bentley? It was the four door. Was it the con- was it the Musa? Uh, those are, you're Uber? asking me. I got to yeah, take yeah. an Uber everywhere. Those are, <laughs> yeah. those are cool though. Yeah, yeah. it was uh, six hundred sixty horsepower Bentley. Mm-hmm. We're on what Sick. the four hundred five? Four hundred five. Yeah. Okay. Four hundred five. L. A. During COVID, so it's like not the allegedly. Cars on the road. Just for the record, it's this allegedly. This is all allegedly. with yeah, yeah. the word allegedly on it. He goes, let's let's open this baby up. Let's see what we got, dude. He it felt like we were going sixty. Yeah. He goes, you know how fast we were just going right there? 150. I go, oh, shut wow. the f- Oh, wow. He goes, let's remix this That's thing. Flying. Allegedly. He hits it again. 
Now I'm like paying attention. Zoom! 165 Good on the 405. You. Dude, yes that's or no? the place to do it though. We were going to miss six lanes. COVID, yeah. cops aren't even That's yes. right. That's it was what, timing insanity. Was Screw that. Rush hour, Dallas, allegedly. We're going to miss. <laughs> we're we're going to miss. Allegedly. Allegedly. We're going to miss a, a flight. The flight takes off in an yeah. hour and 15 from the old office. Oh, to, my gosh. The, I forgot to, this To the one. old office to the airport to DFW was about 45. Like, they started boarding by the time that we got in the car. We made the flight. Wow. Good for you. Man. I've never seen anything to, like this in my life. I went to go be a cop when I got out of the military. I'm like, this is a good ride. You know, military, you get out, you were in the Marine, so when you get out, you're thinking you get additional points to be a firefighter or a cop, right? I go to be a cop. I take the test, and uh, they said, you can't be a cop. I said, why can't I be a cop? I was 21 years old with 16 speeding tickets. That is said, That's not going to happen. <laughs> I said, you realize I'm going to catch the bad guy better than anybody yeah, else. Exactly. <laughs> I said, that's not how we see it. You broke the law yeah. too many times. Fucking I Ricky said. Bobby over here, man. Yeah. Jesus Bobby. Christ, dude. So you got, you got comedy, big personality, huge body, athlete, college athlete, mm. WWE. It's like no. first ballot Hall of Fame WWE. No what way, happened man. here, man? No way, man. No. Uh, with the podcasting, I have my Thick Boy Network. So we do a, you know, I bought my own studio. I run everything out of there, hired my own staff. I get Thick Boy merch. No, I'm talking like 10 years ago, 15 years ago. Oh, they, back they, they in never the day? came no. calling? No, no, no. At all. Oh, man. No. What a Vince McMahon. No. What a miss. Uh-uh. Yeah. Could with been, the personality. Could have been the next Razor Ramon. Man. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Razor yeah. Ramon. Yeah. Grow the hair out. <laughs> You'd be a heel. You got to be the yeah. heel. Oh. Oh. You got to be the heel. So, so, so aspiration, it wasn't like I'm going to go. I'm a, you know, a pro athlete. You see the rock. I'm, you know, playing Miami Dolphins and I'm going to go this right now. Okay, I'm going to go do movies. I'm going to act. I'm going to pursue this. Like for you to say, I'm going to go fighting. Then I'm going to go comedy. And then eventually I want to be able to X, Y, Z. That was not the case for you. No, I just go. And then if I enjoy it, then I just build the best team around me and then try and have the most fun. And hopefully it works out. Got it. So what's next for you? What do you want to do next? Uh, big, big project that excites you. It'd be uh, literally the the Thick Boy Network in my own studio, and we do several shows out of there. You know, similar to what you guys have here. We you know we do a million shows out of there. Um, it's funny you ask me that because uh, Rob Derrick, he he was on the show and he, he he was looking at things and he's like, so w- what's the plan? And he kept going, what's the plan? I'm like, dude, quit fucking asking what the plan is. <laughs> and then I made fun of him for it, and he kind of shut him down, which is probably not the smart thing to do because he's a brilliant dude. And then a week goes by and he goes, hey, I need to talk to you. It's been bothering me all week, man. you got to have a plan. And he goes, can you uh, FaceTime tomorrow at 4? I'm like, sure, dude. So he FaceTimed me, and he was just, you know, he's a good mentor to have. And he's like, you're 38. When I was 38, you're the exact same as me, man. You're making this much money. You're doing this. You think everything's all good, but I never had a plan. And he said, uh, another guy asked him, like, what's your plan? And really helped him out. So... I'm coming up with a plan, what I'm I want. Yeah. Cool. Super Jacket's a great company, man. Like, yeah. those guys produce a whole bunch of shit, yeah. dude. No, no, I just Ridiculous. think, I, I just I mean, think like, I, I think, like, is it, are you, 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 when you see this, how much of it is um, the individual cast and the vision of who they want to be? How much of it is the agent or the manager from CA saying, hey, have you thought about this? I think you can be X, Y, Z. I think you can be, you know, dot, dot, dot. I wonder if that conversation yeah, is question. had. Are you pitching or are you getting pitched? Like, what's the, They've what you... pitched me on a number of uh, auditions for certain things, but it's just we're in a different world now. So it's like... Let's say I get booked to do some movie, unless I'm fucking the next Batman or something. It doesn't make sense for me to do Vancouver for 
eight weeks, miss my kids, mm-hmm. miss all the podcasts, all the stand-up. Mm-hmm. I'll make more money doing my owning my own business, doing all the other stuff. Did I you, would be on this, this movie. This close to say make more money doing OnlyFans, man. Oh man, well you never know. Yeah. Never say never. You yeah. never yeah. know. Some hot trap guy. You gotta have a plan. You never know. Oil me up, man. Well, by the way, by the way, this is exactly what they don't want to hear. No, they, they don't want to hear that what he just said because the they, level of the level of uh, desperation. They to need say, hey, desperate man, people. Give me any job, man. I'll take anything. Well, give me anything you got. Me, they need me, the 15%. I mean, my agent at CA and the guys they, they won't mind me saying this, but we, we butt heads because they only touch touring, or if they, you know, if there's an acting gig, or they, you know, they sold my special for me. And so you eat what you kill for me. I'm not your traditional Johnny Depp where you get 10% of everything I do. The podcast network and my shows completely. Oh, so you don't have an overall deal then? No, not oh, cool. at all. That's now, all you negotiate that? Yeah, don't. all that. Yeah, so the, cool. they don't touch anything in my podcast. They don't touch it, man. I run that all myself. All yeah. myself. Again, different model. That's the like it's, it's a complete it's different model for them. What I bet it is. What did we, I bet it what is. What did we learn from Chaz? Chaz, Chaz Palmentary sat there and told the story about how he sold uh, uh, a Bronx Tale. And it was the most incredible story I ever heard in my life. Yeah. There's only two guys in the history of Hollywood did this, him and Sylvester Sloan. Long story short, dude is broke. People that, that have watched the podcast, you know which podcast this was. Broke. Has a car that, that that's the bottom of it's rusted out in the passenger seat. Doesn't even have a bottom. He gets offered hundred grand for Bronx Tale, but he can't play the lead. He can't play Sonny. Turns it down. Two hundred grand. Turns it down. Five hundred. Turns it down. Cold million. And if you t- if you say no, we're dropping you as a client. Turns it down. Oh, damn. Says I'm gonna be Sonny. Ends up signing a deal with Robert De Niro. He's Sonny. His whole career goes oh, from damn. there. You know, analyze this, everything yeah. else. For, for, but the ability to say no, nobody's saying no. No. Yeah, yeah. but for every one story like that during yeah. that time, there are tens uh, yeah. of thousands. Like you know, 100%. Bruce Springsteen. Hey, your voice sucks. You know, but you got yeah. good lyrics. Yep. You could be a good writer, but yeah. you're not a. If for every one There's of those, and then, you know, the Rocky story, he sold his dog, you know, we, everybody's heard those stories. But the, but the business model has changed for good and bad because yeah. there's no, there's like no criteria to start your own podcast. There's no criteria for you, you know, to get famous off YouTube mm-hmm. and then try and do stand-up because you can sell tickets. They're going to book you no matter if you're the worst comic in the world. So it's it's a, you know, it's a blessing and a curse. So the industry still tries to kind of, we talked about it a little bit off air, they still like look down their nose a little bit at like YouTube and like, you know, but at the same time. I think it's because it takes the power away from them. Like it's, it's an international. They're trying to figure it out, though. It's an international casting call. I mean, you're out here talking to the whole world, and then the world can decide whether they like you or not. Correct. It's not somebody in an ivory tower in downtown LA green lighting you. The world yeah, is green lighting you, yeah. or not. No, yeah, Hollywood doesn't have the power anymore. Go, all right, this guy can do this. This guy can't. They really don't. do I that. mean, you saw what Ricky Gervais said at the at the the, uh, the awards. Yeah, the Oscars. But he got up and says, "Listen." You guys may well just throw in the towel and give all the you know awards to Netflix. I think they're kicking your ass, yeah, right? Yeah. But he's right. I mean, that was Ricky Gervais. Every time he gives us message, there's depth in his thinking. That guy's a brilliant, brilliant guy. Brilliant. Yeah. I love him. He, he, his speech. I hope they book this guy again. I yeah. really hope. That. I don't know if they're gonna do I it or not. I think they're scared to. Well, yeah. never. My yeah. God. But if you could play any role, though, what would you play? If you had your druthers, what would you play? Uh, I would do like a, a comedy movie with all my guys, like mm-hmm. Theo Vaughn, Chris D'Elia, Brian, like all, all the boys. Like Segura, the Adam Sandler Jordan model, is. you bring all your boys oh, in. Well, remember, you talked Adam Sandler earlier, so yeah, yeah. yeah, Adam Sandler. Yeah, you got a good Adam Sandler impression? No, not at all. You can't I, do I, a little hero. No, nothing? I, I did meet him. I did meet him. What? Though. Yeah, I, I, I was at the movies uh, with my kiddos and my girl. And I see him. It's it's rare for me to get He's like there at the movie star struck. Yeah. And I was like, oh shit! 
my girl's like, well, I'm like, that's my North Star. That's Adam Sandler. Wow. She's like, you gotta say something. I'm like, I'm not gonna say anything. Cause what? I, you know, I was like, I'm not gonna say anything. It's gonna be weird. I don't know who I am. She's like, no, you have the comedy store. I'm sure he sees like you at the improv. I'm like, I'm, I've never seen him there. I'm telling you, I'm, I've never seen him there. Yeah. And I go in the bathroom. He's in the bathroom. I'm no. Like, sure as fuck, I'm not gonna say anything. Like, <laughs> while his dick's in his hand. Like, <laughs> hey, how's it hanging? Oh wow, shit. <laughs> hey man, how's the move? Oh yeah, <laughs> this is awesome. And then so, we, and then we, then we walk out of the bathroom, and he's there, and he goes, hey. And I, I, he could tell I was looking at him, and I'm like telling my kids about him. And he goes, "Hey," and I walk over. I go, "What's up, Mr. Sandler?" He goes, "You're the you're the uh, tough guy that does comedy, right?" And I was like, "Holy fuck!" He knew you. Yeah. That's and cool. then did you well, guys talk for a little while? Sports fan. Nah, barely, barely. So His just kids were there. he knew you. He yeah. Yeah, you, cool. you played hard to get, and then he's like, "Yeah, yeah, you, yeah. you're the guy, huh?" Yep. So apparently, wow, you, you said you said athlete, Adam Sandler. A huge, Apparently huge the way man. things well, are going, the, like Lakers, the Lakers guy. may sign him. The way he's <laughs> ten-day yeah. contract, they let go yeah. of Isaiah Thomas. I tell you what, that's the that's the inverse. That's how you compete with Jake Paul. You bring on like Bill Murray and Will Ferrell if you're the Cleveland Cavaliers right now, and okay, have them be eleven and twelve at the, <laughs> on, on the bench. Yeah, he plays pickup all the time. He does. Yeah, yeah. yeah. you see the videos always going viral. You got any uh, b-ball skills or no? Uh, a little bit. I have the court, a court at the house. So I play a little bit. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Where do you live? You live in LA anymore? Yeah. Live in LA. Yeah. What part? What part? Woodland Hills. Oh, like I, Woodland I, I Hills, live in Calabasas, Woodland Hills. like right on the edge there. And with everything like, going on during right, COVID, like Topanga, Topanga, or like yeah, more like Bell right Canyon. Off, no, right off like Topanga there, Wells and Topanga. Yeah. So my office was at uh, uh, Warner Center Marriott at uh, oh, seventeen wow. five hundred. I think it's sixteen seven some seventeen yeah, five hundred. Right across from PF Chang's. Yes, like, you know where PF Chang's is. Yeah, that's where I took my that's, son to the movies last week. Yeah, yeah, that's that's the movie theater I would go yeah. to all the time. Yep, I know right across. I love it over there. Maggiano's is on the other side. They build a whole mall, everything. By the way, probably the best mall in L.A. is the Topanga Mall. By far. By far. By far. Even better than... And then, the, then my studios, Thick Boy Studios, is uh, literally up the street in Calabasas. Right by that Irwan, next door to the Irwan up no, there. You're in like yeah. a, a heavenly place. Yeah. So you have no plans of leaving. No. You're going to stay there. Yeah, we were talking about it before I came in here. Yeah, you know, all, all my friends left, which, you know, makes me sad. I miss them. But I think for me, I love L.A. I love... I hate the politics, but I love L.A., and it doesn't, to be honest, doesn't affect me that much. When we were in like, you know, 2020, 2021, the height of COVID, it was North Korea. It was it was tough, man. But you know that those days are over now. It's pretty open. The I can do spots all over town now. And like again, it's my own studio, so we don't require masks or anything like that. So it didn't bother me. I'm a homebody, so we're good. And why did all your friends leave? Uh, you know, Rogan left because it made sense for him, you know, mm -hmm. to, to save on he's taxes. Austin. And yeah. Austin, he's going to build the comedy scene in Austin. Segura, same reason, moved to Austin. You know, he makes more money than God. So a lot of those guys left for that reason. Theo just wants something different, so he moved to Nashville. So, you know, the crew, the crew kind of, Joey Diaz moved to New Jersey. This is he, like a, the sad epilogue ending Joey of, like, moved to Stand Jersey. By Me, yeah. like the Sandlot. Yeah, right. This is the Sandlot. Joey Diaz moved to Jersey. He was never seen I, I again. Think, you know, I think jo Joey maybe just a little bit sick of the hustle. She wanted to break, wanted a family life. Slow down. He's an bit. older guy. He, he has, a, do he has a daughter. But, yeah, I'm also younger than all these guys. Yeah. So it's like, you know, for Rogan to leave, he's been in L.A. 30 years. Segura's been there 30 years. So... You know, I've been there 10, man. You're 83, I'm, right? Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm kind of just getting my foot yeah. in the door. And, like, you know, Rogan used to always do, you know, Rogan and Friends at the Improv and the Comedy Store. Well, now it's Shab and Friends. Now he's got a Shab huh. and Friends. And mm -hmm. then, you know, me, my favorite show that I've ever done in my entire life was the, the Fight Companions with Joe Rogan, Eddie Bravo, and Brian Callen. Well, Rogan moved to Austin. And I call him, like, dude, we should get the crew back together. We'll fly out once a month to Austin and do Fight Companions. Like, I'm just too busy, man. He's like, I got an idea. Why don't you do it? 
was like, really? He's like, you do it, man. Build your own team and you do it. So that's what I did. So, you know, it's a blessing and it's also a bummer that they left, man. How'd you get hooked on with uh, Rogan? Um, okay, when I was fighting the UFC, he was obviously the announcer. And then uh, him and Brian Callen are really close. And when I first moved to L.A., we'd, do, we'd go to dinners together all the time. And then um, we just, you know, became good friends. And then Rogan used to always harp, like, you got to do stand-up, man. You're funny, dude. You're fucking funny. He's While you were this. fighting? Yeah, when I was fighting, he's like, I'm telling you, get a set together. I'm telling you, you can do this. Like, constantly That's cool. tell me, do stand-up, yeah. do stand-up. I'm like, you're <clears throat> out of your mind, dude. Was Rogan the guy that told you to stop fighting? And yes. Broke- really? Yeah. Yep. What was that? What was that conversation like? That was I, I, as a fan, as a fan of both his and as yeah. a fan of Rogan's. That was one of the more awkward podcasts I ever listened. to. What was it? What did he say? <laughs> um, just he could tell I had one foot in, one foot out, and he's one hundred percent right. You know, and Rogan's very you know blunt and upfront. You know, obviously, the message I think is harsh to the public, but me and him had have such a good relationship. To me, you know, the only thing that was surprising was um, I was going to do. Me and Brian were going to do a show. And uh, I was like, gonna kind of announce my retirement, kind of not like I was on the fence. And uh, we're driving a student, Callan calls me, he says, Hey, Rogan wants to do it with us. I go, Really? He goes, Yeah, but he's gonna do it at his studio. So the people think that was a JRE episode. That was actually a fighter and the kid. That was oh, really? a fighter and the kid at Joe Rogan's studio. Mm-hmm. It was my show, but on his platform. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah most people don't. Really? Yeah, that, was, that was actually a fighter wow, and the kid. Wow, I didn't know yeah. that. So. I, and I told Brian, I go, all right, dude, but I don't like I don't want to talk about the fight. Like, you know, I'm I'm kind of messed up from I'm depressed, man. I don't want to talk about it. He's not he's not gonna do that. We're not even talking about the fight. Wait, did you tell <laughs> Joe this or you told Brian this? No, I told Brian. I got you. So I figured he re- relayed that to Wait, so just to circle back, it. so you had deci- you had already decided to to hang him up before that? Yeah, because uh, you know, I've been doing fighting the kid at that point for about three years. Yeah. And I was, you know, starting to receive a good amount of income from that. Mm. And, you know, it was just, I, I was busy with that. And then I, I've always been really into fashion and, like, my own merch. So instead of wearing, like, a tap-out shirt, mm. I'd create my own shirt and walk out on that and then mm-hmm. sell it myself mm. online. And then Reebok said you're not allowed to do that anymore. And that really made me retire. Really? Mm-hmm. Well, interesting. So so, 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 you, so you didn't know Joe was going to ask you and talk to you about that? I had no clue. Yeah, but, you know, as a as He a did per- me a, a super solid. Wow, like, what did he ask you? What was the actual he conversation? He just told me to stop fighting. He was like, yeah. I can tell you're one foot in, one foot out, and you're going to get hurt, He just man. called your shit out right there. Yeah. Like, off camera, what happened after camera? Like, so the whole he, thing's He done. hugged me. Okay, he, you wow. know, that's we, what we, I figured. We were both pretty yeah. carry-eyed. Yeah, he hugged me. And was it's like, very I, obvious. He was like, I know that was harsh, man, but yeah. I love you, man. He's like, the reason I did is because I love the fuck out of you. And he was like, but you can do, like, what I'm telling you, like, you podcast and stand-up, you can do this man it, yeah. fyi 90 percent of them maybe more can't do that 90 percent be generous yeah yeah, yeah that's yeah. what i'm saying they cannot do that mm. so you, mm. there, it's like the nba you know everybody leaves the nba like oh okay what's this guy gonna be doing dude you don't have the personality to yeah. be an analyst you don't no. have a personality to be commentator you gotta have the personality yeah. the humor all of, of that so and brendan he was right yeah, 100%. I mean, come on. Yeah. Okay, not, in, in, in hindsight, yeah, he yeah. was right. And then even people think I have issues with Dan. I have no issues with Dan. If, if I saw him give him a big hug, be, because him signing that Reebok deal at yeah. the time, that gave me the fuel to get to where I wanted to get. So I was so mad at him. I was so mad when he signed that Reebok deal. At Dana? Dana White? I was so mad. And we had a conversation on the phone. It did not go well. And uh, I just kept... Call him, call him out on shows, but he put a fucking box of Pringles on my shoulder. Some people have a chip on their shoulder. I had a fucking Pringle box on my shoulder. Wow. I was so mad, but it gave me the fuel to get to where I wanted to go. And now that I'm on the outside looking in, you know, I've made it this far. I would give him a hug. and be like, thank God you did that, man. So you cha- like, you I channeled- owe all my stuff to him, man. You channeled that rage artistically, too, which yes. is like, I mean, that's something that... 
because I, mean, I don't I don't want to be a failure. Not I, I wasn't doing it to prove to Dana like told you I could do it, but yeah. I just didn't want to be that guy that left the UFC and then you know was fucking holding mitts at the UFC. Sure. Gym. Well, I bet that they would scoff at you too. Like, what are you gonna do? Oh, fan, dude, right? I'm 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 gonna do stand up. Yeah. <laughs> Say that again. You're a big fan of uh, Dana White, though. I'm a big you fan. Speak but, very but, highly. But, of I actually want to ask him a question. I, I want to be very clear. Yeah. I'm I'm a very big fan of Dana. Oh, White. it's very obvious. You I made it clear. Yeah. But here's here's what I want to ask you. So in the in UFC today, okay, versus ten years ago, mm-hmm. who's more important today? A face of the UFC that's marketable. For example, Usman's not marketable. He's a ridiculous fighter, but is he a guy that's going to come out and you know do wait, one wait, of wait. these? Why, why do you think Usman's not? He, marketable? He's not a Connor. No, no, is no, your I, point. He's I, just giving an example. All, no, no, I will make it very clear. Yeah. I think technically the guy's a monster. But, all time great. But but Connor, yeah, some people put him in the top five. Connor makes you money, okay? Connor's like, a once in a lifetime. Kobe, yeah. Yeah. Kobe, Ali, Kobe, I mean, Kobe like, makes you money. Mm-hmm. Kobe talks shit. Jorge Masvidal sure. makes you money, but right? Chael, so Chael Sonnen talks shit, but I don't. Was he a money? Yeah, fighter? he was I mean, a money fighter. Yeah. Was Chael Sonnen yeah. really a eyeballs? Money fighter? Well, I've never even heard of his but, name. But wait a minute. But wait a minute. He was. I can't let you get close. To he was a money fighter for UFC, but back then they didn't pay the way they pay. It was a different uh, model. But he brought he, eyeballs to the sport. There you go. Yeah. Of course, he brought eyeballs yeah. to the sport. Yeah. So, no, you have a point. But but what I'm trying to go to right now is the following: what what matters more is a ridiculous one of the greatest promoters of all time, Dana White, more important today to the sport of UFC, or is a great face important to the face of UFC? Dana White. Okay, I, I agree with you. I agree with you on that. You concept. look at the business model too, because now they've gone away from pay per views, which yeah. pay per view is generated just off stars, and now they make their nut off the ESPN deal, getting whatever six hundred million a year, put on forty two fights on wow. ESPN. So ESPN doesn't care if it's Connor or some guy you've never heard of. That's yeah. right. UFC's making their money. No one's more famous or bigger in the sport than Dana White. The two most famous people aren't fighting. It's Joe Rogan, Dana White. True. Cage side making all the Very money. true. What Crazy. a great point. What yeah. a great point. So, Which, so, so Conor McGregor makes a ton of sense joining them on the outside. So, so this cage. is my question for yeah. you. This is my question for him. I'm curious to know what he says. Who do you think, okay, Dana's not going to be able to do this for 30 more years, okay? He's going to go for a while, but to do it 30 more years, yeah. I don't know about that. Is there anybody you would say, if anybody could do Dana's job today, it'd be dot, dot, dot. Is there anybody that could do his job today? Not to the level that he does it at, because um, I, I do think you got to be kind of a shark, because a lot of fighters are pretty caring, despite what people think. So, um, But it, it'd be a fighter. It'd be like a guy like Brian Stan, if you know who he is, military background. And he went on. He's working for some huge venture capital company now. He's like the head of it, making all this money. Somebody a like guy that. like Tim Kennedy, who's a, who's a special forces wow, guy. Tim Kennedy. Kennedy. Yeah, who's brilliant, but yeah. also caring, would probably take care of the fighters a little better. Um, a Daniel Cormier, a Dominic Cruz, somebody who what knew, an angle you took. Yeah. So, so you're saying fighters, as tough as they are deep down inside, their kids, they're they're sensitive. They want to be able to have somebody that cares about them, that takes and care I of think them. You, I think you need some of that in, in today's world because Dana's a businessman, and, and which I get. You know, people want to complain about fighter yeah. pay or you know co- you know complain about things, but then you, we all have Apple phones. You know, yeah. co- complain about the way you know Apple treats their employees. See, I wonder, so, like when you're saying that, I look at it from a maybe a different angle because of being you, a business uh, myself. Yeah, I, you're so thinking I'm straight look, business. Yeah, no, I'm not thinking straight. But let me give you my insight. I want Please. I want you to push back and see uh, what angle you see this. So. I look at uh, uh, Roger Godell, okay? Who likes Roger Godell? Who hates Roger Godell? Okay, Roger Godell just signed a godfather-killing, ridiculous contract, making 25 million a year private jet for the rest of his life, and 
you know, health, all this stuff that he negotiated. And he got it, right? Yep. So, what are you know, this, this, and we've had the conversation about the guy. And the next thing you know, all the owners made, boom. They love him. They the made a billion dollars. Like, right? but, but here's the point, though. Here's the point. If Amazon you think, streaming deal. If you think about the fact that the owners made that money, who else makes that money? A Mahomes gets a half yeah, a billion dollar contract. It trickles, trickles down, down right? Yeah. So all I'm thinking is I think sometimes at the top you need an SOB like a Dana White yeah. that's going to be able to sit down with these other media bullies that's going to push him. He's going to be like, I don't give a shit who you are. You ain't going to be able to bully this guy. Versus the other guys are more the proper corporate yeah. guys that are going to be diplomatic. Yeah. Where it's like, hey, you know, yeah, let's do side deal, wink, wink. I don't think Dana does any wink, wink deals. He's not doing any yeah. wink, wink. Yeah, that's a good point. You, yeah. you, you need a savage in there. And unfortunately, you know, to, to make an omelet, you crack some eggs. And that's what the UFC does. This is the only thing I disagree with. That's a good point, This though. is the only thing I disagree with that, right? There, there can only be so much circus. There has to be some go to go with the show. Like, meaning? Meaning, like... It's not going to turn into bare knuckle fighting, and it's just whoever are the two best shit talkers, and these guys are going to fight. And we're going to no. make this BMF belt like they're way past that. There's still people that want to see GSP fight. There's still people that want to see Kamaru Usman fight. There's still people that want to see the best in the world these compete the fan, against the fan, best of the fans. world. But I'm not just talking about UFC or boxing. Like, look, Jake Paul, he's disrupting. That's great. But when every influencer in the world starts throwing wild hands and hugging each other, I mean, there's the sweet science is something that's beautiful to watch because none of us can do it. For sure. You know what I'm saying? So, like, Well, you saw when the TikTok YouTube challenge, that thing bro, was a disaster. Listen, Nightmare. man. I mean, right? Look, you, you saw, you know who I'm talking you'll about. Pay, you'll pay $200 to watch somebody in the NBA play. Because they do things that you can't do. You won't pay five dollars no, to watch a high school kid play basketball. That's what I'm saying. So that's why nobody I, goes to WNBA on games. a certain no on a certain level. They're no, pushing no. and they're pushing and they're no, pushing. But I think they're going to kill the golden goose. The further they get away and from who's the golden goose. Well, dude, right right now, I think the NBA is doing the worst job possible. By far. Worst job possible. They they, they hate their fans. Look at their ratings. They they actively hate their fan and base. They're, and they're filled with superstars. That, that's the thing. Well, so, they're, I mean, they're alienating their fans. They're, yeah. They're, they're fan base by doing some of the political stuff they did. And it's also. No, 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 when they did it, they're not doing it now. You're saying you're circling no, back no, no, to no, 2020. No, no, I agree with him. No, no I, they're no, still kind of doing him. a little bit. Yeah. They really fucked themselves. And then the analytics, too, man. I mean, the analytics, look, I get it. Like, I. I the whole reason I had an opportunity with the Cardinals was because of Moneyball. Like, you know, I struck out a lot, and then I hit the ball to the moon, and that's all I did. That's great, right? But that's a really boring style of baseball when you have nine guys. I, I challenge anybody watching this. Watch the 2001 World Series between Arizona Diamondbacks and the New York Yankees. Baseball can't get better than that. It's a fun game. There's something happening on every pitch. Why, though? Because there's action, there's activity, and, uh, there's and, a, a guy who's And what stealing. else is there? I mean, it's a much longer point. There's also steroids. steroids. Yes. Yes. steroids, exactly. I, I think there should Absolutely. be steroids in baseball. There should be, you yes. think it should be legal, steroids in baseball? It's not hurting anybody. They're hitting a fucking ball. Yeah, but I want to see the, the guys juice to the fucking max, cranking yeah. home runs. Listen. Having I, a little personality. Did anybody get mad at Brad Pitt for being juiced to the hilt and Troy having 19 abs? Yeah, they're not hurting anybody. <laughs> yeah. It's baseball. So legalize steroids. Let me tell you. Let me tell you. You, what are your thoughts on that? You have an opposing no, argument? No, I'm just or, uh, so you're just encouraging steroids. Well, give us your argument. Oh, that's are the argument. You should, should Arnold Schwarzenegger we had, we give back all the box office? We had that an he entire made? conversation last podcast yeah. about drugs, okay. about pills, yeah. and about cocaine. And I'm like, look, marijuana ain't that bad. Da, 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 da. Now we're like, shoot up, throw some random then shit in your system. There's a difference. There's a difference. What big difference? I, I give you the big difference. I'll give you the big difference. Okay, so in 2000 and. Uh, 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 2001, 2001, Morgan Stanley, 9-11, 2001, I go to uh, Mr. Olympia, okay? I'm in shape. I'm ready. Mm -hmm. I'm thinking about going into the world to compete, right? It's either going to be I'm going to go be a stockbroker with Morgan Stanley, Dean Witter, or I'm going to go be a bodybuilder. I go to Mr. Olympia. 
Oh, but this is real. You this actually is real. competed. Yeah, yeah in, oh, in the sick. army. No, no, not, never, never at that. But you also, yeah, he's I, a big I, I was, yeah, I was. But this is in the army. Oh, I was competing. Yeah, so, that's cool. So I go into, I go to Mr. Olympia. So I'm like, I'm gonna find out what this life looks like. Okay. So I walk around and I start hanging out with these guys. We start partying. Some of the big names at the time. They, you know, if you follow bodybuilding, you know these names. I've interviewed most. You want of me them. to rip them off for you? Or? No, oh, no, we'll no, get no. The no. names off if you want. Well, you got. Yeah. You would get the names. Oh yeah. You get the names. Yeah. Cormier was a party guy. Aaron Baker. All these guys, right? So anyway, so I go and I say, so tell me what it takes to be Mr. Olympia, okay? The guy says, you want to be Mr. Olympia? He says, yeah. yeah. I said, I want to know what it takes. I said, I'm, I don't want to be a Mr. Olympia competitor. I want to be I the Mr. Olympia, yeah, Olympia right? Yeah. Like, I want to be yeah. Arnold. Tell yeah. me this. Yeah. By the way, Phil Heath so, used to sit in this yeah. seat right here. Phil Heath is my boy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, yeah. Denver guy. Denver yeah, guy. That's right. Denver guy. That's where Mr. Paul. He used to work out the same gym. And he also went to University of Colorado. Correct. No, he went to University of Denver. That's right. That's right. That's right. He's been on Fire the Kid. Great guy. Yeah, phenomenal guy. Absolutely. So let me go back to this. So. I'm, I'm looking at this guy. I'm like, listen, I want to kind of be Mr. Olympia. And if I'm going to do this, I'm not doing it to compete. I want to be the Mr. Olympia. He says, okay, let me explain to you what we, what we take. <laughs> yeah. And they make the list, okay? This, 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 this. I won't give the name of who it was, but we went through the whole list of things. Yeah. You need to take Seven this. Seven pages long. Then you're 6'4", six, 6'5". Six, you're going to be off-season 350. And no one has ever won Mr. Olympia at 6'4", 6'5". The tallest guy that won it was 6'2 and a half, 235, 245. His name is Arnold. During the days where bodybuilding was <laughs> different, very different. Yeah. Now, now they're all 5'9". Ronnie Coleman won it. He was like 5'9", 5'10", 3'10". Ronnie Coleman's maybe 5'10". 300 pounds. How tall do you think Phil is? Phil's 5'9", right? Yeah, but Ronnie looks bigger. <laughs> no, no. Well, to, to your point, I would tell people this all the time when I was coaching. Well, but, but let me make my point. Let me finish my point. The point is the following here. If you're going to go at that level, yeah. like you look at LeBron, you think LeBron just takes cretin? I don't know about that. I mean, you look at LeBron, you look. That, you that, think that's LeBron, the point I was going to make. You yeah. don't think they're taking you, you, whoever your favorite on. athlete? You don't LeBron think they're taking okay, This is my point. They're doing it on the low. On. It's not encouraged and out there. No, no, that, that's, sure. that's a problem, though. So, yeah. like, look. But baseball make, doesn't need to announce, hey, free game. It should just, you know, be. It's just wink, wink. It's all good. 98 season. What percentage of NBA players do you think are smoking weed? Probably all of them. 80 plus percent. Yeah. Okay. But so, but they're not like it. I agree. It's less harmful than steroids. No, yeah. but th there's a there's a return. There's yeah, a return. There's a big difference between weed, cocaine, yeah. LSD, Special K. You know, yeah. there's a very difference you know all the good stuff between <laughs> that and steroids. There's a very big difference. There. Okay. Okay. Go go. Meaning Barry Bonds. Okay, Juan Gonzalez used to be like this, right? He came yeah. in. He was hitting 40 home runs. Then he started juicing. Right. Then he wasn't hitting the way he was hitting before. It actually didn't help him as much, right? Mm. Some of the guys, because you, it's good to be like this, sometimes it widens up a little too much. It doesn't yeah. work for everybody, you, right? You, yeah. Pitchers, you're doing it more for your shoulders, your recovery. elbows, recovery. That's more. So it's not like you're doing it like Roger Clemens wasn't benching six plates and, yeah. you know, wanting to go compete. Roger Clemens was recovering faster, having 21-game seasons. Yeah, right? Adam, and, and why do you so, think LeBron's playing so long at such a high level? Yeah. Yeah. You, you, so are you think that's yeah. weird? But yeah. bring that back to baseball. You're saying, hey, Go at it. Do steroids. Bro, it's a libertarian concept. The only thing is, like, for me, if weed is legal, you got to look at that steroid, same, similar kind of a conversation. I see steroids in a similar kind of a conversation. Let, as weed? Let me, I see it as a similar type of a conversation. Because you choose to, wow. what is, you choose to put it in your body. What okay. is performance enhancing? Let me give you a different perspective, right? That, like, that term, performance enhancing, like, shit used to drive me out of my mind. I never took steroids 
but I did everything possible within the rules to mimic the effect of steroids. Mm -hmm. We all did. And a test and no testing. Everything. Everything. So I'm taking, so instead of taking one clean shot from a doctor, I'm taking 15 freaking seven Cato DHEAs and then another like T-bomb. You're a freaking physicist over there in your body. But this is what's happening, right? Like year one, that's legal. Year two, that stuff's illegal. I never broke any rules. Was I a performance enhancing drug? Like it's, it's this, it's such a mockery. And now my body's like a, 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 bunch of melted crayons because I completely <laughs> turned my metabolism no, off. But, but also I mean, like, baseball, nobody's getting hurt either. You're hitting a yeah. ball. So you guys are all on the same page. Steroids, baseball, when good to go. When it's professional, this is the truth. The biggest mistake I ever made in the minor leagues was not taking steroids. The biggest mistake I ever made because once you're there, your job is to yeah. make as much money my, for your family as you possibly my can. Com- my, my logic behind this is if, if it's something you're going to do to advance, mm-hmm. like there is a way that you're advancing, you can consider it. If there is. For some people, it doesn't work out well. For some people, it does. What are the side effects by, of steroids? By the way, by the way. You actually do. What are the, what's but, the, that, but that's a great question. So, but that's a great question. Because it's illegal, kids are taking things that they shouldn't take in quantities they shouldn't okay. take it. If it was legal and your team yeah. doctor was able to administer it, the side effects are negligible. So you're saying if a doctor the, 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 the larger it, point as far as yeah. side effects in in those grown men probably not much but they're the, not growing a third testicle having heart issues no, like you're actually saying steroids aren't that bad for you no not at all all right like can we get some freaking steroids in <laughs> here I gotta step my I gotta be part of the thick boy network the problem the problem you can run into is if you know we have kids so if you have a 12 year old kid who idolizes you know, uh, his favorite baseball player, Ryan Braun or some shit like that, and he's on steroids, well, that's going to encourage that kid to do steroids at a young age. Yeah. So if they do it in high school and, like, middle school, that's where it gets Well, done. just like in the, the way, baseball guys, players. Do you remember any kids in high school that were on steroids or oh, junior yeah. high school? Yeah. I remember. Yeah, sure. yeah they It was a little awkward. Yeah, by the way, it was very awkward. <laughs> yeah, so awkward. Yeah, very like, why awkward. why do you have a mustache? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and you're a female. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Now the greatest yeah. swimmer in the world, though. That's a, you know, that's, Michael that's Phelps. A, no, 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 no. I don't. I'm telling a whole different story with the college. Uh, the, yeah, 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 yeah. But, then, but, but again, you talk about the uh, Lance Armstrong got caught, and they they paraded him around like a pariah, and then it so came. So should he be able to but do this? This is the thing. He yes, came riding a bike. But the thing okay, is, so you're good to go with the steroids. Yes, you're on a fucking bike. Tyler, okay, how about Tyler, this? Look it up. Who should not be able to do steroids? I, I, I know think, I, uh, NFL and UFC. I know why NFL because you're physically hurting each other. So if that steroids allows him to go zero to you know forty yard dash faster, he's physically inflicting more pain. Unless everybody's on the same. So thing. you're saying Unless everybody that has in access. individual sports, dicing. you're you're riding a bike, you're hitting a you're baseball. Not hurting anybody. So combat you're not hurting, But if you're if you're actually if physical contact, okay, get you're drawing a line somewhere. Yeah, now that's why I draw the line. Makes some sense. Okay, you, but you even then, those guys are. Tyler, you got to look it up for me, man. Of course, they're of course all there. Yeah. I believe yeah. the last Tour de France where Lance Armstrong oh, got you, caught you, taking steroids. You, you have to go down to 15th place to find a guy who didn't test positive. Yeah, I think it was exactly. 24th, maybe 24 that before didn't you use find, it. That did yeah. not test positive. The, the the two through like 20 all have been caught doing steroids. So Lance was a scapegoat, is what you're saying. The yes. whole team was friendly. Lance's thing, he was an asshole. So that's why they went after. So let me ask you, really. Yeah. By the way, this goes to another name, Barry Bonds. Okay, similar to Barry Bonds. Another asshole. Another asshole, yes. right? I mean, that's nobody wants to see those guys win. Barry uh, belongs I, I, in the Hall I, of I, I Fame all day long. Swing the bat every day long. I think he should be in the Hall of Fame no matter what. What about Sammy Sosa? Should be in the Hall of Fame. And the steroids turned him white. Yeah. I don't Did you know. see that? Oh, that was it. That was the, that was the bleach. Okay, know. my bad. My bad. Know. Might be a lotion. Yeah, maybe <laughs> a little. Yeah, not enough time in the sun. Maybe I don't know. Yeah, got it's out of the weird. Dominican. What's going on there? A little. He's uh, salmon Sosa now. 
Yeah. <laughs> 66 home runs that one season, 98. I don't know if you've seen the documentary. That's the point. I was in the military. We had a great time watching it. The Maguire Sosa home run. I don't even like baseball. You became a fan. The fact that Bud Selig is in the Hall of Fame after he destroyed the game in 95 and then turned a blind eye to everything. Yeah, these guys are Yeah. But, but you have kids, right? Try and get them to watch baseball. My son's like, get the fuck out of here. <laughs> Your son's five. <laughs> yeah, he's like, what the fuck is this? <laughs> Your son's five. It goes, dogs yeah, like that. Yeah. He's yeah, uh, he he raised like by Sammy, Sammy the Bull. Yeah, he talks <laughs> Sammy the Bull. But he's tough. Yeah. Hey, Dad, what is this bullshit <laughs> yeah. on TV Fort, right well, now? Fortnite is nothing but video games Dude. the whole time. What, man? Yeah, he just, uh, you try and get a kid to watch baseball or even boxing for that matter. Really? Oh, yeah. Dylan will watch boxing. I can't get him to watch baseball. Can't even watch baseball. Boxing, yeah. they watch a little bit, but unless it's like Anthony Joshua or Deontay Wilder, they're not into it. Got it. Yeah, UFC, they watch. Yeah. Did you ever, did you ever show him your fights? Oh, yeah. Yeah, what yeah. do they think? Yeah. I mean, he loves it. He says he wants to be – he does jiu-jitsu now. Nice. He does, I actually picked up my black belt because of him because I've been oh, a black belt oh. for years, but I've never had the actual black belt. And my th- I never want to lie to my son. So I saw, he was begging me to do jiu-jitsu, so I drive him to this jiu-jitsu place. And it's like probably day four of him competing yeah. there, and you know he's he's good at athletic, and so he we walk in there, and you know his coaches have black belt, but they, you know they're like they're like three hundred pound guy, they're not in great shape, but they have black belts. <laughs> and there's also there Chris Farley comes, all right, kid, yeah. we're gonna learn yeah. about karate. Hey. Well, there was a guy named Roy Nelson who was you yeah, know, I fought him, I lost, country. yeah, nightmare, great Ooh, guy, great what a guy. guy, great fighter, but he. Uh, Back to the point, though, is, again, at black belt, there's different levels of black belts. There's mm-hmm. like, there could be a black belt from one school. There could be a, another black belt, and they're in the different, different standards yeah. is what you're saying. So my yeah. son goes, Dad, do you have a black belt? I go, dude, you've seen my yeah, – what are you talking about? Black belt? Yeah, I submitted a guy in the UFC, man. It was the first <laughs> anaconda choke ever in the heavyweight division. Yeah, I'm a black belt. He goes, oh, can we show me your black belt at home? Like, what? I don't have, like, the physical. <laughs> but a guy, I know, belt. he's got a and then black he, then he belt. Goes, then he goes, the idea. Yeah, then he goes, could you beat them up? I'm like, are you shitting me, dude? <laughs> them? Oh, my God. So we got in the car. I called my coach. I talked to him, like, five years. I'm all east now. Hey, coach, you still have that black belt for me? He's like, we've been waiting for you to pick it up. I go, I'm booking my fucking ticket now. I'll be there Friday. So me and my son fly down to Denver. He's five. He's five. Flew down to Denver. He came into the school with me. I had to roll with all the black belts. And they give me my black yeah, belt. Yeah. I took the belt off. I'm like, there's your black belt. Kid. <laughs> at five freaking years off, old. Kid. Yeah, man. <laughs> and what's his name? Tiger. 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 Yeah. By the way, is he big like you? Is he a big kid? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So he's a like 99 percentile type yep. of kid. Yeah. Yep. Five and two, you said? Five and two. And what's the two-year-old? Bruiser. Yeah, the bo- His name is Bruiser? No, no. His, his name's Boston. Yeah. Boston the Boston. Bruiser. Wow. Yeah. Why Boston? Well, I don't know. So just I got different, just wow. different names. I got I mean, a, we named the kid Tiger. Brooklyn. Yeah, well, so, yeah exactly. Yeah. It's not like he, he, he probably goes to uh, the, the Four Christmas where he says, you know, in our family, dad named us after the city they conceived us. Orlando, <laughs> Denver, <laughs> Dallas. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I'm going to ask you, ask you the same question I asked Pat, man. It's a tough question to think about. But when you're, when you're coming up, like you said, you, you got tough because of your environment, right? Like you had, to, you had an environment where you had to develop a personality, you had to develop yeah. skill sets, right? Now you're growing up. You got rich kids now. Your yeah. kids are growing up rich. Your kids are growing up in Calabasas. Yeah. L.A. kids. Yep. They're fucked. So here's the thing. They're very man. similar to Aurora. But, this, you know? is, but yeah. this is the thing, right? It's like you want to give your kids everything that you never had. Sure. But then you're going to turn them into everything that you never were. Correct. So, I mean, what do you do to make sure Sports. that— Sports. Sports, because there's no— 
the the sports that that'll humble him. Like mm-hmm. he, uh, he they he doesn't have to go pro in sports. I'm not like that overbearing dad, mm-hmm. but he's gonna have to play sports because that teaches him respect. You want to get a hit? Humility, get and, back you know, up. Discipline, toughness, yeah, wins, you, you're losses. You gonna do some like uh, jujitsu? You're gonna put him in some kind of MMA, some kind of mixed he, martial arts. He's in jujitsu now okay, four times a week. He does jitsu. He does soccer. He's into everything. Yeah. So the, yeah. the culture. Now my kids go to the uh, Barra Jiu-Jitsu right here, and you go there. I got to tell you, man, this is good for kids. Like, for I didn't sure. grow up with that, so I'm not like somebody that went to it. But yeah. I'm watching how they talk to him. Hey, you know, they're trying to discipline him. It's not like, it's okay. It's not one of those environments. No. It's pretty, like, pretty strong. If it's yeah. a good gym, yeah. You're around man's structure. man, which yeah. is good. I love that. Yeah. I think there's a lot of benefits to it. Question for you guys. I'm going to go to you. Okay. So uh, uh, you remember when we used to buy newspapers and everybody would read newspapers like <laughs> yeah. 20-some years ago? <laughs> yeah, and yeah, newspapers, yeah. boom, gone. Nobody's buying newspapers, That's magazines, it. everything's Dogs are online. just pissing on That's carpets shit. all yeah. over yeah. America. Yeah. So, so go to BlackBerry. Go to newspaper. Go Oof. to any of that stuff, right? Okay, they're gone. We don't even use BlackBerry. Tamagotchi. Nextel. Remember? Beep, beep. Oh, Nextel, yeah. we used to do all this stuff. Okay. 10 years from now, 20 years from now, let's go 2041, okay? You got UFC. You got MMA. Is there going to be one that's going to be forgotten about and the other one's going to surpass the other one? Like there's going to be a major separator between the two sports or both boxing and MMA are going to be around. UFC is going to be around 20 years from now. UFC, will, I guarantee, will be around. Boxing needs to figure things out. Boxing's the one who, who are in trouble. I think that, and that's a, another uh, thing with Jake Paul, a plus, is he's getting that yet younger demographic into watching boxing. When before, Agreed. they're not watching Triple G and these guys. They don't care. To be interested. Yeah, that's because their dad's probably yeah. running into it. Yep. So, But everyone's kind of into UFC. Yeah. So I think UFC will be around. But boxing, you know, they need that next big star because, you know, Canelo's getting older. He's probably the biggest star. You got Fury. You got Wilder. You got Joshua. But they're going to need someone like... Uh, you know, a Connor, but in boxing to, to get that younger audience. That's totally Jake. It's, it's you, not Brandon. Jake. It's not Jake. It's not Logan. You need someone in traditional boxing to come up through the rankings who has the it factor like a Conor McGregor. You think a sport is going to be disrupted? Like, you think there's going to be a sport that we're not prime for that? But, but, but boxing's a land of dinosaurs. Well, you, from, you from the owners, from the promoters to the way they do things. Yeah, think about it. Also, you know, 12, three minute round. Like, it's, it's, a, it's a lot, man. I it's think all, it's I very, think, they take six rounds to feel each other out. Like, mm. it's tough, man. That's a good point because yeah. you're not seeing anything. You're not seeing any action for and, a and, and, six rounds. And they don't fight really to, to hurt each other anymore. You're not seeing Hagler Horns out there yeah. anymore. They're like, look, let's, we're going to have a trilogy here. We're going to milk this they're, thing. They're also killing, I don't and, mean to interrupt you. They're, yeah. they're also killing themselves because you have, you know, four major promoters. So the fights we want to see, we don't see happen for years down mm. the road to we're over it. Yeah. So they, they have an Interesting. issue. Interesting. By the way, did you hear what Mayweather recently said about uh, 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 the conversation came about? When they asked him, who do you think is the best heavyweight of all time? Uh, he said, Larry Holmes over uh, Ali. They said, why Larry Holmes? He says, first of all, you know, Ali lost to Norton three times. He just kind of started going through the whole history. You know, mm. Ali didn't do this. Ali lost. Ali used to rope a dope, and you can't do that. And it's a different kind of style. He used to yeah. make people tire him out. That's he a says, fair point. Yeah, he says, to me, it's Larry Holmes. It's not Muhammad Ali. And then he says, I think I'm the greatest boxer of all time. And he went through the whole argument he made mm-hmm. about the fact that he's the greatest boxer of all time. Do you he has think, a good argument. Do, who do you put as the greatest boxer of all time? Uh, Floyd's definitely up there. Floyd's up there. I Heavyweight's tough, you know, when they say, you know, Larry Holmes or Muhammad Ali or Mike Tyson, you know, because Evander Holyfield, you'd have to rank over Mike Tyson. Yeah. But because we came up with Mike Tyson, I mean, this big, scary guy, and I mm-hmm. lo- people think I hate him. I love Mike Tyson. But he, to me, he's not even in the conversation for greatest of all time. He was the scariest of all time. When, when he, he had looked, his run, his first Yeah, five but you look years. at his resume. Yeah. He wasn't beating anybody of note. 
the guys that he fought that he wasn't allowed to bully lost to. So you, to me, he's not. In the, you know, he's not in the You're top. You're saying three. the Holyfield, but, yeah, but I mean, the that's Holyfield, like the Riddick Bowes. But that's like the Lennox Lewis. Lennox Lewis is better than all. Wait, wait, you put Riddick Bowe ahead of Tyson. I don't know if I'd put him ahead of Tyson, but when we're talking about greats, yeah, uh, he, he's not. He's not. So he, top he's three. he's in top three, or he's, he's not, not. in top. He's to me, he's the scariest. Okay, yeah. and at the time in the promotion and, and in the pop all the culture, hype around him, the pop culture, yeah. like he's by far the scariest. So would you would you say is it fair to say like if we were to define it like you know the most dominant player in the history of the NBA, Shaq, right? Maybe he's not the greatest, but he's the most dominant player ever in the history of the NBA. Is that kind of how you're putting it? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Him so, or Tim Duncan? Yeah. Tim, Tim Duncan was a monster. He was a monster, but Shaq came in. Shaq would turn, the, the elbow hits yeah. your face, you're done. Would run yeah. up and down the court. Yeah, yeah he's scared great. the crap out of yeah. everybody. Yeah. yeah. So, but going back to, so who's at the top for you? It's tough. It's it's, it's, it's a tough conversation to have because you look at like Julio Chavez Senior. You know who who's like fucking ninety and so, whatever ninety and five. Dude, that guy fought Nuts. like every yeah. day. The and the biggest gate live gate of all time in Mexico, Mexico City. I think it was like a hundred and twenty thousand sold out. He was a prophet, Mo- monster. Yeah, Mo- like dude, what are we talking yeah. about? Nuts. Mm. You know, you look at Sugar Ray. Like it's tough, man. We talk about greatest of all time. Fair. So let's say today, top ten. You put Canelo on top ten today. Is has Canelo already done? Can, Canelo's number, top ten. Canelo's all number time. one right now. I don't know. If no, I no, can no, name, no, 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 no. That's to not what his I'm asking. Point, I don't even know if I can name ten boxers today. Oh, oh, no, no. That's not what I'm asking. I'm asking ten boxers. Canelo has, amongst the history. Has Canelo done Oof. enough? Has, does he already have enough in his catalog to say he is an arguably top ten guy? For sure. Really? Yeah. You, you look, already put you him look top at the ten. Different weight classes that he's competing at. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Man, there's the star power. Who could, watching him fight, I mean, the Canelo's way he—that good, amazing, ridiculous. Really? But again, watching. you want to see him fight Earl Spence or Terence yeah. Crawford, yeah. Yeah. different promoters. So we're never gonna get. By the that. way, all I'm thinking of right now is the Lomachenko. scene in Coming to America. Is like uh, Rocky Marciano. Every time you want to talk about Joe Louis, you bring up Rocky Marciano. Right? Yeah. Yeah, that's right they want. Yeah. That's they want. Exactly. That's Rocky Marciano. He beat Joe Louis. He beat Joe Louis's ass. That's where I'm at with this. Yeah, it's uh, put Rocky on the list. But listen, Mayweather that. wakes up and Mayweather says, "I'm the greatest of all time." It is and an he, argument. He's the only one that's undefeated. Is there anyone else two, that's two completely guys. undefeated? Yeah. Marciano is the other one. No, who's uh, Marciano was 49, but he's 50 and or something like there that. There we go, ladies Marciano's and gentlemen. Record. Rocky Marciano. Yeah. The, the, the difference is Floyd, when, once he got to that level, you're paying to watch him lose, and he's a very defensive fighter. He was fighting off his back foot and super yeah. defensive. Yeah. Like, didn't knock and didn't finish anybody, yeah. but, you know. He made it. He said something. He says, you know, everybody keeps talking about I dodge Pacquiao. I'm older than Pacquiao. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you yeah, know, it's like, what are yeah. you dodging the guy? I'm older than the guy, and I agreed to. He should have beaten me the other way around. Pat, here's He's your next, here's your next business venture, and you're gonna, we're going to partner with Thick Boy Studios here to make this happen. The Klitschko brothers did this thing where you box one round, and then you play chess in the second round, and you either had to win by knockout or you had to uh, checkmate. It's a crazy thing out there over there in the Ukraine. they got a lot of time on their hands. But we can do the same thing. <laughs> But you're going to box one round, and then you got to come out and do a roast battle in the second round. Oh, that'd be fun. So you do a roast battle, so you roast each other, and then, you know, you got to box Pete Davidson wouldn't in work. round, round wouldn't two. Wouldn't work. You know why it wouldn't work? <laughs> Have you seen that? I just punch Pete Davidson. Davidson. Yes, the one right. audio clip of Canelo that goes viral? Have you seen the, the on TikTok? The Canelo he called me a motherfucker, <laughs> boy. And it's a dog. I had to hit him. Yeah. Call me a motherfucker. <laughs> I had to see if it came alive. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So Canelo, because if you did a roasting, Canelo is like his the, the ability to roast. He's yeah. And not... Triple G is gonna be tough as well. Yeah. You hear that big drama show. That's Personality. <laughs> yeah. So that 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 business model is out the window fairly quickly. Oh man, by the way. I don't I don't know. You got the. There Bo- you go. The point is, boxing needs to figure it out. There it if is. We're pitching those ideas. Can- boxing needs to do something. Canelo Canelo brought <laughs> something up the other day. Canelo said. 
He said, if Mayweather were to fight me at my peak versus his peak, I'd crush him. That's Agreed. what Canelo said. Agreed. Do you agree with that? Yeah, I agree. Yeah, I'm you a huge Canelo fan. Really? Huge Canelo So fan. you think Canelo's peak beats Mayweather's yeah. peak? Yeah. Yeah. A prime oh, Canelo, yeah. But Canelo's yeah. bigger than Mayweather, right? They're not the same weight class. They, they, they fought before and he beat him, but Canelo's 21 years old. So Floyd's... Oh, they fought before? Yeah. Of course. But, but oh, Canelo's 21 and didn't have the experience, yeah. and Floyd was in his prime. So he got a young, like... Fresh out of the gym, Canelo and Floyd was prime Floyd, and he he, he dominated. Do you think you think Floyd well, sorry, carried uh, Connor the for the first part of that their fight? Uh, no, I think he was just downloading the data and trying to figure it out, and yeah. Connor landed some good it, shots. But he never really felt like he was in danger at all. He could turn it on. No, he, he, he did get hit, and then he was like, "Enough's enough." Yeah, and then went to work. Yeah, that's why I feel like yeah. the same. But I also felt like it was like a little like gentleman's uh, agreement. I'm not going to put it on you the first couple rounds here. I, I I think he was smart and cerebral about it, and was like, "All right, this we know the kid has a good left hand. It's sneaking. It's coming from angles we probably haven't seen in boxing. Mm -hmm. So, and that's what made Floyd great. Like, I'm going to download the data and then pick it apart. Mm -hmm. So those first few rounds he's downloading the data connor landed some nothing too crazy and then he just fucking ate him alive now logan paul on the other hand logan paul you i worked that so i worked both those fights mm -hmm. with floyd mayweather you know i'm in the back so i'm doing the interviews so floyd i went to floyd's training room and he's hitting mitts and i was that's the first time ever in my life i went oh he looks 46 or whatever he is 46 years old he looks 46. i was like oh my yeah gray in his beard i'm like wow. oh this like ken mitts i'm like he looks older man i was like logan might have a decent shot here now i do think there was some sort of agreement, you know, not to for him to just completely knock his ass out. Because mm -hmm. even, you know, I when I say I was ringside, I mean like I'm on the fucking ring sitting there watching him. And while you know they're announcing and Floyd's moving, Logan kept saying, "It's an exhibition, champ. Remember, it's an exhibition, champ." Because you tell <laughs> yeah. him, like, "What is fucking?" Oh, so you think wait, if Floyd wait, wanted wait, to knock wait, his ass wait, out, wait. he could have? I don't even know if and he could. Didn't? Uh, I don't know if he could. He, he, he probably could dismantle him a little sooner. Yeah, but there's no way but he could have landed but, on But him. the problem is you're dealing with whatever. He's four, I think he's 40. You're dealing with a 46-year-old man who's Floyd's tiny. Have you had him in here? Floyd's tiny, no. dude. Logan's a big dude, yes. man. And he's hanging on me. It's just awkward for what, Floyd. What, what do you mean it, it, this is exhibition? What's he trying to say? What, what's what's the messaging behind that? I just, yeah, yeah I don't know. Take but, it okay. easy. But, show, yeah. but just like, like, like let's Rocky have fun. Thunder Thunder I, I, I think, dude, let's let's have some fun. You're like, hey, like, let's yeah. have some fun, man. You know? Yeah, That's like Rocky three or four yeah, when he's like lips, falling in the box. Get over here, meatball. Yeah, hey, remember, it's just <laughs> exhibition. It's just <laughs> exhibition. Yeah. But again, I, I think you'd have to be crazy to think that thing was all fluke and Floyd can knock him out in 30 seconds because... So Floyd's legacy to go six rounds with this fucking YouTuber, it's not yeah. great, man. No, he doesn't I, want that. Right. If, he's trust me, guy, if Floyd like, yeah. wanted to get him out of there in 30 seconds, he would have done it, man. Mm -hmm. That so would have made him look great. I agree. This yeah. is, there's there's, there's, precedent, on there's this. precedent for this, too, though. I mean, look, you talked about Ali. Look up Ali versus uh, Lyle Alzado back in the day. Lyle Alzado Lyle took Alzado. Lyle Alzado, the old who, who all you think remembers that was Lyle in Denver. I do. do, do that, was, that was in Denver at my high stadium. Don't remember Lyle Alzado. He had like the curly hair. Lyle Alzado. Lyle Alzado was the reason yeah. everybody in the world thinks steroids are bad Correct. for him, yeah, dude. Exactly. Like that's because he's 110 the guy came pounds, out there. You know? yeah. But he had cancer Brooklyn. or something else. But yeah. they chalked it up to steroids. Well, he oh. did. He came on yeah, like yeah. you know CBS was like, I wish I I never did these things. And then also Ryan Benoit with the WWE who murdered his family and committed suicide. Yeah, Chris Benoit. Yeah, like steroids. I'm like, where well, he's an well, asshole. Dude, now they think serious that, depression. Well, they think that might be uh, actually like CTE related and shit like that. Now, yeah. I mean, this but, is by the dude, way, his finishing move for people that don't remember Chris Benoit is he would jump off the top rope and use his head to like headbutt but people I will from tell the you top this, rope. But I will tell you this: let's not get it twisted. You know how they say money makes you more of what you are today. If yes. you give when you're broke, 
you're going to give a lot when you're rich, right? Sure. If you're stingy when you're broke, sure. you're stingy when you're rich. Sure. If you're a dick when you're broke, you're going to be a rich dick is what you're going to be. Yeah, right? Like, you're way so better I, at it. So I think steroids makes you more of what you are today. Like correct. if you're saying your brother's got a temper, let's just say if he gets on like We a, don't want him on steroids. No, no, like, no. We don't want him. <laughs> like you, if we, we give him Deca D-ball or some shit, like, a, like an old school Gold's Gym stack, yeah. like Deca Winstrom. Loses it. Oh, dude. What did you say? Yeah. He, he, he's the reason weed's legal in Denver now. That's he the, seems like that. The nicest guy has been smiling the Don't whole time. Don't let look fool yeah, you, man. He's an older brother, professional <laughs> bully for yeah, a long time. You're still time. scared of him a little oh, bit. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I want no problems. <laughs> but he, he's you a great tour manager. He's great. We got any hecklers. You'll see him go through the crowd, man. Yeah. Yeah, When's the last time him? that you guys yeah, like, yeah, wrestled? Yeah, yeah. Or thank got thank God. Bit. You wouldn't be able we, to handle we that. We wrestle. Like, we'll mess around. I wrestle with him, fuck around with him. But we haven't gotten, like, a real fight since we were kids. Jay, how tall are you, man? You're 6'2". When did he get bigger than you? When did that happen? Oh, so you had, had a, a good run. You had a good run, man. Yeah, I remember my, my dad used to bully me, too. My dad was a big dude, and I came back, like, freshman year of college, and I'm like, What's up now? It's over. I'm, I'm the man it's now. I'm yeah. A, yeah. Well, I, beat, I beat him in arm wrestling. Oh, you don't want to leave? For the well, first time when I was 18, leave, right? and he was legitimately mad. Like, legitimately angry. Yeah, I mean, listen, it's, it's, I can see that. Question. Question for you guys. So uh, the product of sports, NBA, football, all of that that we got going on right now, uh, NHL, you can fight. It's part of the game. Love it. Totally mm-hmm. chill. And you want to fight? Go for it. Baseball, you used to be able to do that too. Well, baseball still has a little bit of that, a which is kind of cool, yeah. right? You know, you like to. So like, I will tell you, mm-hmm. if the highlights shows up ESPN, there is like a pitcher hits the player, you know, yeah. there's a brawl. I'm going to watch a three-minute video. I'm watching a three-minute video, right? Bro, the NBA in the 90s. That's what I'm trying to yeah. get. Yeah. Let, yes. me, let me tell you. Freaking Bill Lambeer. The Knicks, baby. Let me tell you what I'm getting to. Let me tell you what I'm getting to. You think there is a... Uh, a business model for uh, sports to say, look, here's what we're doing in the NBA. You get into the NBA, we're creating a new league called the FBA, okay? Uh, Fighting Basketball Association, whatever you want to call it, right? You can call it mixed martial arts, whatever. But then here's the part. Like, something happens, you can fight, you go sit for 10 minutes, you come back in. You go to timeout, cool. And and then you do that in in, in the NBA. Yeah. Or maybe a little bit of the NFL. Because back in the days, if you watch, like, you know, what happened in Detroit Pistons, what happened with Lambeer, Barkley, Shaq and Barkley. Now, here's the thing. There was something about it. You got suspended. Yeah. Yeah, I saw a video the other day. Vernon Maxwell runs up to the 16 row, hits a fan in the face. Now, obviously, that's crossing the line. The guy got suspended. That's what the fan did. But also awesome. (laughs) There's a part of it that is right. I would rather have Ron Artest running up into the stands of the palace than LeBron going, hey, hey, hey. They gotta go. They said something really mean to me. Yeah. Please kick them out. No, get, get out you of here. You want fans getting knocked out by, out, by players? You wrote the check. Yeah, Cash I, it. But I, uh, but it's I, the but last I, thing the NBA wants is just no, that's what the, fighting they, with fans. They could use the ratings. I think you know? so. I <laughs> think they gotta figure something out because yeah. what they're doing now with this soy boy like soft hey, woke hey, movement, hey, okay, man, yeah, it's yeah, like dude. not working. Yeah. So wait, wait, wait. You, yeah. you're, you're, protect, you're, but all they're doing now in the NFL did the same thing too. They're protecting their investments. How are you the Tom still Brady in LA? rule, all that stuff. You, the, the the soy boy, the woke. I'm with you 100. percent They're in Hollywood. They're in Hollywood. They're in Hollywood, brother. They're in Hollywood. I don't have to deal with those woke boys when I do sets. Outside that, I'm I'm, I'm surrounded by more like minds like me. Bro, I There's a ton of people like what's me. What's it like working with those people? You're saying like those. The, like I literally. I but, but, but you, the wokeness. But you got to realize what he said earlier. This yeah. is again the beautiful thing about what's going on in yeah. the marketplace right now. 
the market can no longer bully you to tell you what you have to do. No. The market mm -hmm. can no longer force you. Like, you know how the whole uh, uh, casting couch, whatever, you know, used to be back in the days? You don't need to go through that no mm -hmm. more. That's the whole that market yeah. change. But also now yeah. somebody says, you got to take this job. No, dude, I don't yeah. need to take this. Correct. I'm good. It's changed. I'm asking sports, basketball. Mm -hmm. Do you think there is, you know, going to get to a point where, because you watch regular season today. The other day I posted a comment. I said, you know, if you followed Bleacher Report, ESPN, SportsCenter, uh, if you followed any of the Laker highlights, you would think Lakers are 36-0. Correct. Because <laughs> they only show LeBron's best highlights. Yep. And then you go 117 to 102. LeBron and Lakers are 1-5 the last six games. So they're only showing highlights. You yeah. watch the game. It's the worst fantasy game. Fantasy the only game I enjoy watching today is uh, Steph Curry. Mm -hmm. Only game. Agree. Everything most, else most is exciting. Just, yeah. Hey, guys, some breaking news. Betty White just passed. Oh, no damn. way. Betty White. Yeah. She didn't make it to 100? She was going to be 100 in January. Betty wow. White just passed. Damn. Are we that surprised, fellas? Is that we breaking well, news? Apparently, the yeah. youngest guy here is surprised. Yeah. So he's, David, you okay? David We're interrupted the, the podcast. Bro, that's brutal, though. To John, announce that John a 99 year old. And, and Betty White, it's like America's And, and by the way, don't forget died. Harry Reid as well. Harry, yeah. on his behalf, so Harry John well, Madden so. and Betty White. And that's what Together. old people do, man. <laughs> Betty White had a great run. They do. They die. Yeah. Actually, full disclosure, I thought John Madden passed years ago. Bro, are you being sarcastic? I'm not even joking. Dude. How I, dare you, bro? I, I haven't seen John Honor. Madden live dude, in decades. This was the wildest thing that's ever happened. Truth, when I found out John Madden died, like I was sad, and my brain yeah, is telling me, me my brain is like, bro, you've never met this guy. Like, yeah. but my heart is like, yeah, he's mad in the guy. video games. Like, the voice. I, yeah, I felt like my uncle passed or yeah. something. Do you know the Madden crazy. story? Do you know the Madden story? Like how it happened when he first signed? Like they're gonna say we're gonna make a game after you. I know, I know. He was like, I guess, like he was like kind of hesitant. He was like, yeah. I guess it's yeah, gonna so, be big, and then so, fucking. So the guy says, hey, buy the stocks. Okay, we're gonna give you the opportunity to buy the stocks. He said he said he calls us the greatest mistake of his lifetime. Mm -hmm. He says oh, buy the stock, and John's like, I don't care about buying the stock. He says come do this. We're not gonna pay you. But I'm telling you, oh, wow. yeah. So John's like, no, I'm at a point right now. I'm John Madden. Pay me up front. So John goes. They use his name for the game. He just gets an upfront check, and then and they leave, and it blows oh, up. Wow. And then it blows up. He's like, holy shit, I made a I big mistake. You, well, here's a part though, which the story ends well. 14 years later, 14 years later, he goes and sits down. Good for EA Sports guys on what yeah. they did with him. He said, he says, listen, you guys have been using my name. We got to make something work. EA Sports says, don't even worry about it. We're going to buy your name and rights. You know what they paid him for the name and rights? 100 mil? 150 million. Nice. Wow. 150 Hang million. Yeah. So. so opposed to that, Tony, yeah. Tony Hawk has told this story where, you know, Tony Hawk, huge video game. Of course. Yeah, yeah. They made the game. He has all his friends in it. Before it releases, the, the I don't know if it's EA Sports, but they came to him and said, we think this game's gonna be pretty good, man. We're just gonna pay you once. And he goes, I was broke at the time. They go, we're gonna give you five hundred thousand. And he goes, and that's like life changing. Yeah. Like I was making no money. And he's like, Nah, I think I'm just gonna take my chance, and you'll give me a, a share of the sales for each game. They're like, well, yeah, but we'll just give you like a million or five hundred now. And you, dude, you're rich. He's like, Nah, I don't want. I'll, I'll take my chances. Good for him. Really? And then how much is he for made him? From him? Oh, oh my all god, hundreds of millions. Oh, it's hundreds, still going. Man. And his friends wow. all make money off it too because they're in the game. But they the, call it one of the greatest games of all time. Well, the, yes. The famous story that goes in the other direction, I'm sure you guys all know, is is forming grill. You know how that happened? 
They he, wanted to give the Hulk. They went to Hulk Hogan first, but he went with the energy drink. That's why he went with the uh, with the uh, the blender. Yeah. He's like he's like a grill indoors. This is stupid. Who's ever gonna want a grill indoors? So he goes with the blender, That's right. and then they go to George Foreman. Like, ah, hey, look, you got to have this grill. And he's like, all right, whatever. Put my name on it. Now, are they blaming COVID for Betty White too, or what are we doing here? Uh, no clue. Cool. I just got the breaking news. Uh, CNN's like COVID. Tyler Betty has the article Beloved up from TMZ. comedian and American icon Betty White has died just weeks before milestone birthday. TMZ has learned law enforcement told him she better passed at her home just uh. before 9.30 a.m. A trailblazer and pioneer media. Betty had the longest running career of any woman on TV prior to her death, mm-hmm. starring in multiple shows over the last eight, dec- eight decades. Oh, man. Eight decades starring, <sighs> starting all the way back to 1939. By the way, thank you for being lasting. I mean, lasting power right there. Uh, mm-hmm. Betty is perhaps the most famous for her lead role in Golden Girls, which ran from 1985 to She's been in tons of. By the way, have you seen Betty White's younger picture? Do you yeah. know what she looks? She's, she's a bad. Can you put yeah. young she's been old Betty for years. White? She's a total yeah. bad. Young yeah. Betty White. Babe. David, I'm sure you want to do it anyways. Just tap in young <laughs> Betty White. You know what's bullshit? Sex in the City is just Golden Girls after dark. It's just like x ray. Bingo. Fair point. It's bullshit. That's yeah, a young Betty White. Beauty, man. Yeah. It's true. Good for her. You know that she was the face Super of the cute. life settlement market. Well, Betty she really White? Because of being. My, I have a business that he, Pat does insurance. I do like something called life settlements. It's like reverse insurance. Byron Newdale's favorite she was, business. Yeah, exactly. She was the. Uh, the face of the life settlement market for years. They mm. paid her, you know, an upfront deal, mm. right, and a million bucks or whatever. And great career though. Well, rest yes. in peace, Betty White. Rest, yeah. in, rest peace. in peace. Anybody that can last that long in anything, you got to give them respect. Eight Insane. decades. Question: do, What do you think about the way NFL is right now, or the NBA right now is handling the COVID situation? You know, uh, we're like suspended, suspended, suspended. I like, I like that NFL did the thing where you're if you're asymptomatic, yeah. they're, they're not making you sit out from the game. I give them a little leeway because when the, the the virus first came, we didn't know too much about it, so everyone kind of freaked out. And I like that the NBA did the bubble. You got to take your hat off to Dana White for do you know not stopping. Dubai, they yeah. earned so many more fans doing that. Where he's like, I'm not stopping this man. Pace setter. Yes. So, um, <clears throat> you know, it's tough because at first we didn't know what how to deal with this thing, but now we know. So they're being a little more educated about it. I you know it made me a bigger fan of Aaron Rodgers, the way he, he was dealing with things oh, and yeah. the cancel culture <laughs> came out of him. I bought an Aaron Rodgers jersey because of it. And, uh, you know, it's ridiculous, man. It's ridiculous. He's doubled down, tripled down, man. Patty Mack, he goes on that show and he lets it fly. And yeah. that, we were talking about that, what was it, th- yesterday or this morning? Yeah. We're like, mm-hmm. do you think they're going to give him the MVP? He's clearly the MVP of the league. Do you they think have to. Yeah, they have to. He's, he's made it so that they just can't even. They, they no, he's can't. On, on denial. You, you give to him or you give to uh, Coop for the LA Rams. But you think Coop over Brady? Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Really? Yeah, yeah. Oh, There's you don't think Brady's winning we'll it this year? No. Uh-uh. Brady I mean, was favored up until about three but games. Dude, but guys, Aaron's throwing yeah, four yeah. interceptions yeah. all season. He's, he's Two of them in game four one. Four interceptions all season. He'll win it. Guaranteed, yeah. yeah. Rodgers and Brady. And by Both the way, if good. he wins it, here's the best story if he wins it. Oh, my gosh. If he wins it, and then he goes, wins the Super Bowl <laughs> this season, that's a great story. If that and NFL's going to hate if that Favorite takes Favorite player of all time if he does that. Who? Favorite Aaron Rodgers. Yours. Oh, yeah. If he does that, favorite player Just of all spits time. in the face yeah, of the... Just yeah, just big fuck you. Love it. Love the it. moment yeah. he did what he did, I bought his best rookie card. Yeah. I said, I support you, bro. Let's Dude, just I get bought, your best rookie card. Yeah. I'm going to put it in the safe. I, I hate the Packers. I'm from Denver. But I bought his fucking jersey and wore it for a week. Yeah. And was hoping I'd show up to Starbucks in L.A. with the Soy Boys, hoping somebody would say something. <laughs> I was looking for a scuffle. Is, is, that, is that something that they do? Is that something that they do? They say something? dude. Really? Oh, you don't have a mask on L.A., dude. Oh, really? Bro. They'll come oh, up and say something? Oh, dude. Insane. Outside? No matter who you are. Stop. Stop. Not walking outside. 
Yeah, I'd be on my bike because during the height of COVID when we locked down, Yeah, they locked down the trails behind my house, the Santa Monica Mountains. Mm-hmm. I was in the middle of, I'm talking nowhere. The closest yeah. person probably 50 miles. And people put a mask on. We're in the running middle of the outside. Yeah, this man. is crazy. Nuts. Well, wait, wait, not we, now we, anymore. You though. saw the lady no. on the Still, flight. Still, it's not like that, right? In restaurants or if you go into Starbucks, you have a mask on. Oh yeah. Okay. The, indoors. The, well, with, indoors they yell. Indoors they'll do the, the vaccinated. Bro, there's nobody worse than these progressive comedians too, though, man. They won't say anything one on one, but once they get like a little bit of a group around them and they get like feeling a little bit tough too, and you're in the green. Who are like the big progressive comedians? I'm not gonna name yeah, it. Yeah, 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 yeah. You don't want those problems. No, so but but I will I'll tell you I will tell you one story though. I mean, it's guys it's, who can't sell tickets. Yeah, yeah. And the um there's a guy that you know that uh I am not gonna tell the story. Very very, very popular now, but then he was great for a long time, but he wasn't really getting booked because of how kind of edgy he was. And there was a, a woman uh, at a comedy club who ran, she was a booker and she mm-hmm. took that job way too damn seriously and she was like, Look, when you go on the night, don't tell that joke about Trump. This was years ago. And he goes, you telling me what jokes I can and can't tell? And she goes, yeah, if you want, if you ever want to play here again, you won't tell that joke about Trump. He goes, all right, fine. Goes up, looks to the side, tells the audience, goes, so that fat bitch right there says I can't tell a oh, joke about is. Trump. What do you guys think? Should and I they say? went nuts. And they went nuts, and they, he brought the house down. Yeah. He's very famous now. Yeah. And he, sounds like a, he's a New York guy? Yes. Yes. Yeah, so. And, the, he, has, and he has a really good Patreon? So anyway, the uh, <laughs> and his initials are AS. <laughs> so the so anyway, the um, one time I was telling a story though I well, I'll tell I'll just be honest with it. These progressives that I'm talking about, I was at a club, and there's like three shows in a row, and you do your ten minutes, and you go back to the green room, and then you do your ten minutes. And I was still drinking at the time, and I was getting pretty. You're sober now. It, Mostly. So the <laughs> I was drinking at the time. You I, was drinking, drinking I was drinking heavy at the time. Sure. Okay. And then uh, so I'm a few whiskeys deep, and then we're three hours in, and this, there had just been some sort of shooting, and this girl is, like, pontificating about white people and guns and this and that. Blah, and she's blah. white? Yeah, of course. Great. And so finally, normally I could just keep my mouth shut and move it, keep it moving, but today I was just like, oh, I, can't. I was like, bro, let me ask you a question. What's a more likely scenario, that I would need a gun to kill you or that you would need a gun to stop me? And you would have thought what I asked. Everybody said, did you just threaten to oh, kill yeah. her? Yeah. How could you pop? Yeah. And, dude, they made this whole big thing. I got kicked out of the club Jesus for life Christ. that I threatened this girl. I was like, I didn't threaten this girl. All I tried to do was explain to her that for, like, the history of our species being big, strong, and capable of violence was all you needed to be successful. Because of the rules that we have now, and specifically because of firearms, people that are five foot, 100 pounds have just as much of a voice as anybody else. You should be the biggest 2A advocate out of everybody. Have you guys seen a change leaving? Because you guys were in Texas, correct? And then coming to Florida, have you seen the same? I'm from Miami. Uh, this, is, so. this is a lot more chill even than Texas. Mm. Yeah. So, but, listen, neither, neither Texas or Florida is even close to what L.A. is at. Sure. Oh, no. You're in a whole different yeah. world right. in L.A. when you're we're there. We're the epicenter of it. Yeah. It's insane yeah. what's going on over there. I tell there. you, yeah. I feel like I escaped the Soviet Union, bro. Yeah. Like, I, like, this is paradise. We were on the boat yesterday, man. There's still lockdowns in New York right yeah. now. There's still mandates. Yeah. I mean, it's, it, it's crazy. But, but, it's but like, you got to know what's happening here. So here's what's going on with uh, uh, South Florida. South Florida, Miami, the mayor, credit to him. Yeah. I mean, the guy's Francis a, Suarez. He's a beast. His father was a mayor. Now he's a mayor. And if DeSantis runs, a lot of people would like to see him potentially end up being a governor of Florida. Who knows if he's got that kind governor, of aspiration? He should run for president. Fuck yeah, governor. He, he may do that. Yeah. He may do that where he's at. He may uh, There's levels take that route. Yeah, <laughs> uh, You can skip some levels. Well, here's what he did. Miami's become the crypto capital of the U.S. That's Correct. what they're talking about. Word. So Miami's now the place where people are coming for crypto. 
Uh, New York was the financial capital. They may keep it that way. They're trying to make it here. A lot of guys are moving out here. Texas ain't going away. Texas, on a golf score, if you want to raise kids, great place to be. If you like a little bit of lifestyle, you're more here. Mm. So if California and Texas had a baby, it'd be Florida. South Florida specifically. If California and Texas had a baby, it'd be Florida. Yeah. You get the water, you get Sold. the lifestyle, Sold. and you get the taxes. Yeah. The tax benefits regulation, no one bothers you. Yep. So uh, they just got to make sure they keep it that way Correct. with where it's at today. By the way, did you hear who's the highest paid government employee in America today? Oh, it's a, is it Fauci? Fauci, the good highest doctor paid, himself. Highest paid government employee. His pension alone, mm. they just came out with his pension alone. What's his pension plan, by the way? 350 a year? 350 a year. Fauci, okay? Uh, uh, he said he will not retire until the pandemic is Shit. over. Uh, I'm sure many people are happy about that. His retirement package is shaping up to be the largest federal retirement package in U.S. history. Uh, $350,000. Uh, uh, our auditors at OpenTheBooks.com estimate Dr. Fauci's retirement would exceed $350,000 is you, what he's going to get Tell you paid. what, if Jake Paul fights Dr. Fauci, I'm on. I'm team. I'm team <laughs> Paul. Yep. All of a sudden, well, I'm ready you to know run. what? I I wouldn't mind seeing. A, let's let's get a realistic fight. I wouldn't mind seeing Rand Paul fight Fauci. That'd be fun. That's what I would. Would you pay to watch 100%. it? Hundred percent. I'd pay to watch 100%. it. Yeah. I'd pay. I don't know, man. Rand Paul's a seasoned vet at this point. His neighbor's been trying to take and, him out for and years. And by the way, I would put I'd put two million dollars for the winner if Fauci and and Rand Paul decide to fight. They already know you've got five million yeah. in the can. Well, for that's this a different. Thing, I would actually just want to see an actual verbal debate like what they've done in. Uh, yeah, it's great when they're. Together, there, but brother. can you imagine those fight. two guys fighting? It'd be obviously be very. Fauci's the size of what? How tall he's is tiny. Fauci? Five, and he's six, eighty, right? Twenty is eighty years old. Eighty-one so. years 81. old. I think he's five six. Yeah, he's a sprightly eighty-one though. But he says he was a basketball star in high school. How dare he? Just yeah, like, he was, you know, <laughs> again, we're loose with the term star yeah, here. Exactly. Yeah. Athlete. He claims. They Full have, circle. They, yeah, they, that's when, <laughs> that's when <laughs> Jews and Italians were running the NBA yeah. in the 1930s. Uh, yeah. well, who's, the, who's the commissioner in the NBA now? Silver. Yeah, Silver. I, I don't know how much has changed. Then who? People who's running the NBA? Silver. Yeah, of course. Stern? Stern? Silver? What are you talking about? They're saying two Jewish, saying two Jewish dudes. Yeah, who's running the NBA? No, no, but who would you More rather have? More than just the NBA, I, I Gerard. Think <laughs> <was> a, <laughs> lips there, buddy. Yeah, but I think so. Okay. You know the whole Don't conversation. You want to make it in Hollywood? Shut your face. Yeah. yeah. You know, the that, whole, that, that's what they told me years ago. I'm still fat. We're coming down to the end of it, but at the beginning, I asked you guys a question about, uh, you know, what sport's tougher, right? We're talking about the players, you mm-hmm. know, MLB, NBA, all this other stuff. Go to 90s, okay? Sure. 90s, if Nolan Ryan and Michael Jordan oh, fought. Oh, I love it. If Nolan Ryan and Jordan fought. love it. Who takes it? Jordan, Dude, is, Jordan beats the shit out of Jordan. Jordan, Jordan Nolan Ryan? Ryan? Yeah. Michael is Jordan. I know. I, know. I'm, I'm with, I love Nolan Ryan, too. And I like what he stands for. Robin, Robin Ventura. Ventura. We better get him Michael on the phone. Jordan Michael is Jordan savage. is going to destroy Nolan Ryan. Well, who's okay? he fighting? Steve Kerr? Get out of here. It's the, ba- the greatest athlete of all time is Michael Jeffrey Jordan. Stop. And he's I mean, a so well, how, how, how big is so Nolan sharp. Ryan's way bigger than you guys think. Nolan Ryan's a big dude. Nolan Ryan's a big dude. Nolan Ryan is a big dude, but Michael Jordan is a sociopath. Michael the dude throws 110 miles an hour. You don't think he could throw a hook first with some of speed? All, first, first of all, pitches at, at, Kobe, said, Kobe said, I had big hands, but not the biggest. I was quick, but not the quickest. I was fast, but not the fastest. I could jump, but I couldn't jump the highest, right? All of those things he said, 
Michael would Jordan replace a sentence yeah. like this. I had the <laughs> biggest yeah, hat. Right. I had the fastest first yeah. step. I was the quickest, and I jumped the highest. The and I will narcissist. whoop your ass, yeah. right? The ultimate narcissist. Yep. Anyway, yeah, well, dude, you bring it back to the the back in the day, the American Gladiators and stuff. There was video game uh, Monster League, like all that Nitro? stuff. Nitro. Yeah, I, dude. I know that this is a joke, and we're like super, you know, manly on today's podcast. But I do. You talk about twenty Did I make years. You guys, manly. Yeah, manly around here. <laughs> God damn it. Shit, dude. But the. Uh, in 20 years, man, do you think there's even freaking contact sports? Yes, Gerard. Honestly, the NFL's going somewhere. You, you think he's okay. going Bro, you, somewhere? You think you're going to be able to touch the quarterback in 20 years? You think you're actually going to be able to, to to sack the quarterback in 20 years? Yes, that's kind of whole, the whole point of the freaking game, dude. Mm, I don't know. What, what do you think, like, UFC what do you think is, is happening about? 20 years from now? No, they're no, going to be running around in fucking ballerina dresses and just, like, Are there a lot of kids out there playing tackle football on the streets anymore? Are there a lot of kids? Like, when we were growing up, you can, you can go down any block— you can see kids riding their bikes, bicycles on the side of the street, and then people playing tackle football in, in a the, park. on the pavement. When was what the last time you saw shit? Kid, are you doing? They, what was, that's what I'm talking about. I would. I'm we didn't from give Miami. A shit. We would play in the fucking grass. Yeah, well, you're also soy boys, <laughs> dude. We'd play tackle football there's in no, the grass. There, there's like no skin do. on anybody's knees up there. Bing bong. So what I'm talking about but is, I don't, I don't know, I, bro. When was the last time you even saw kids riding their bikes anywhere, man? That's all I'm I saying. See, I don't know. I sound like an I old fogey here. I see gangs of bike like, kids. Bro. I see gangs Gerard, of bike kids first like, doing all, their tricks. Neither one of you guys have kids. Yeah. Kids ride bikes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. my kids on a bike all the time. Yeah, yeah. kids yeah. ride bikes. So I don't Brandon, want to interrupt you, but I'm with you. Yeah. Brandon, this I'm was a blast, saying, my yeah, man. Really you, enjoyed yeah, it. Appreciate you for coming out. Definitely really enjoyed it. Yeah, thank you. Take care, everybody. Bye-bye, bye-bye, bye-bye. Oh, that was weird.